0: Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting episode of the Dirty Twenties Podcast. My name is Marcus Stusik, and with me, as always, we have four ritzy and red hot role players, ain't none of them a rube, and one special guest star. Please introduce yourselves, adventurers. Folks, we have a guest star. Introduce yourself. <laughs> Come on.
1: Hi, I'm Tessa. I'm All going
0: right. to play.
2: <laughs> I,
1: that was not clear. <laughs> no,
0: that is not your fault, Tessa. That is everybody else's fault. We've taken them upon themselves to be the last one to introduce themselves. And I thought, oh, we have this guest. They're going to be professional and respectful and just start introducing themselves. Have you ever and met
1: I... me? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: you are not the one I'm worried about, it's everybody
1: else. <laughs> oh, Good oh, I'm just kidding. Wait. Mm, I'm already loving what I've gotten myself into. My name
3: is Craig, and I'm going to be playing Salem. Ah! <gasps> wow. Craig was amongst the first. That's amazing.
2: I'm attempting to play cricket. I'm Emily. Damn it.
4: No! <laughs> <laughs> oh.
5: Go.
6: I'm going to play cricket. <laughs>
5: I'm Emily, I'm playing Lisette.
6: I'm Toby, I'm gonna play Lonlin. Oh my God, finally.
0: And uh, Tessa, can you please introduce yourself again? Just because I think we might've had that little bit missed.
1: Great, my name is Tessa. I'll be playing Chris Strid.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you very much. Um, Tessa, welcome to our incredibly professional recording setup and
4: <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Uh, I hope you have fun. We're going to enjoy like having you here. And I hope you, you know, don't just bounce after 20 minutes because we're so crazy and silly.
3: But Point of point of order. Um, just just based on the introduction, Marcus, we had four Ritzy and Red Hot role players, Ain't none of them a Rube. And then we had a special guest. Is the special guest a Rube? Oh, uh, no, actually, I mean, yet to be determined. But uh, I <laughs> yes. would assume yeah. not.
0: Yeah. I would assume not a Rube. But, uh, you know, we haven't met. Uh, I think our... they have to pass
6: initiation first.
3: Yeah, exactly.
6: Yeah. <laughs> uh, fair, fair point. Fair
3: point. <laughs> uh, remains to be seen. Tessa,
0: I apologize. You are also not a rube. <laughs> All right. So, last we left off, our intrepid adventures after waking up in their newly acquired inn in the city of Bleakspire, went and visited the MacGuffins Incorporated head office—or not head office, sorry—field office in the town of Bleakspire getting some interesting directions there from a contact of Salem's and then encountering uh, Hubert Socks amongst other uh, wonderfully named and yeah, intricate uh, people who were uh, working in the office, uh, outfitted you. They told you a little bit of information about how this started basically three weeks ago uh, and that the one person who provided them with information was a Gil Frostfeather who was down in the infirmary. You went down, you also... Uh, before talking to Gil, or rather, whilst uh, Lisette was talking to Gil, you managed to thaw the wonderful and, frankly, terrified dwarf that Longlin had carried for the last two days. Uh, He recounted how something came out of the woods, scared his entire village, petrified them into ice, and that he was indeed aware the entire time. Um, Lisette, in speaking with the deaf gill, using common sign language, uh, was able to ascertain that Gil was part of a mining group who were mining underneath the glacier outside of Bleakspire, and came across some sort of artifact. She determined that it was a ring that was placed onto the finger of one of the other members of the mining party. Uh, And an ungodly scream went forth and Gil was saved probably because he was already partially deaf because of his old age. Managed to escape, conveyed the pain and loneliness that emanated from the cold as well. It wasn't just that it was cold. It was that it was cold because of loss and loneliness and solitude. And our party went back in, newly outfitted from McGuffins, went back into the extremely cold zone. As they were walking, the cold leached into some of their their systems. Salem had an incredibly upsetting memory of a time of feeling disconnected of feeling lonely Um, and then as they continued marching they had they heard rather a ungodly wail and saw this creature covered in white fur with big horns and four eyes come running out of the forest and charge at them. Now before we get to that I was a silly Dungeon Master and made a couple of mistakes. Uh, So, in addition to Salem's unfortunate memory, we also had a few natural 20s on that constitution safe, and they should have had positive memories, so we'll get to to that later. But we also had Cricket playing a beautiful tune to help uh, bolster the spirits of everybody, and I didn't give people advantage. So, what I've decided is for this session, Everyone gets three luck points, including Tessa, even though this didn't really affect you. You get three luck points as well.
1: Oh, boy. Tell me what luck points are.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I mean, so it's just like the way you would use like a stone of good luck or like a halfling's lucky feature, Uh Uh, or it's like the lucky feat. Anytime you make a a roll basically with a d20 and you roll low or something, you can choose to re-roll it and use the new roll.
1: Lovely. Thank you.
3: Yeah.
4: Yeah, This is the Uh, most work that um, Counter Charm has ever done in recorded history, by the way. (laughs) I want that (laughs) That to be very well known.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, this wasn't exactly a charm, but it's it's dealing with memories. It's got to work. And so I absolutely messed up on that. And so because of that, our party gets a benefit. Uh, Huzzah! Huzzah! Uh, So as this... Um, abominable yeti with uh, weird like black corrupted blood dripping from gashes in its side uh, howls and comes charging at you can everyone please roll initiative All
1: does right. that include me
0: <laughs> that does include you oh yes my indeed.
1: goodness
5: yeah um I- Surprise! Surprise! Lizette got a seven. <laughs> I was allowed one good initiative roll. <laughs>
3: oh, oh, disadvantage! Sure. Oh, Ooh.
0: right. Yes, you're
3: exhausted oh, a little no. bit.
5: Wait, oh. sorry. Yeah, disadvantage. Um, it's a six. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I don't think Lonlin is exhausted, so no. I believe Lonlin. ...has advantage because of her shield.
6: Yes, but I only rolled a 13, so, uh, this is a great start.
3: <laughs>
6: All right. Uh, with disadvantage, I
3: still have an 18. Oh wow, Salem. Yeah. How uh, are you, Cricket?
4: I, I started off by getting a 21 and got super excited, up until I realized I had disadvantage in the roll of 5. Um, Pierre got a 17, Ooh. though.
2: Ooh.
0: Okay.
4: Pierre, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh... And uh, Tessa, how, what did you get?
1: Uh, Chris rolled with advantage and yeah. got a dirty twenty. Oh, oh, my god. oh my god! First roll,
5: first roll,
0: first <laughs> roll, starting us off right, right in there with the dirty twenty. Nice. Everyone, this is the Dirty Twenties podcast. We reward a dirty twenty. That is amazing. All right. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) we reward it by playing a little musical sting and then (laughs) celebrating
1: oh that's it (laughs) you don't get more stuff
2: Uh, (laughs) more luck points points. (laughs) (laughs)
0: uh oh sorry I just keep hitting the uh cable on and then the yeti okay well that is really good actually for all of you uh so uh as soon as our party uh becomes aware of this abominable yeti roaring and uh starting to charge at them they see another form coming out of the trees just off to their left and tessa can you please describe chris for us
1: i would love to uh so galloping across the snowy grounds you first notice what appears to be a giant horned sheep, uh, wearing a bit of a metal-like helm upon its head, um, holding on to the the horns of the sheep are the are gloved uh, dwarf hands, and sitting atop of this sheep is a fully decked out in winter garb uh, dwarf. Uh, like also decked out in like weapons so you, you just see like great axe slung on her back there's like um maces javelins all this stuff there's like other weapons and furs kind of piling out of um satchels that are on the side of this sheep and it is just like galloping uh holding out a hand axe, Chris. She has this long red braid coming out of the side of her like big knit toque that she's wearing, and uh, <laughs> she's just she's just shouting and making a beeline right towards uh, this yeti.
0: Amazing! Uh, you can with your uh, with your fantastic uh, horn sheep steed, you can easily make it right up to the yeti, or you can make it right up to the party thereabout. Uh, 30 feet apart, so you can kind of choose which one you would like to go to, I think. Or somewhere in between.
2: Uh,
1: I'd like to, yeah, land right in between the Yeti and the party, riding on top of Ovis, my big sheep.
0: Nice. Amazing. And you still have an action, for sure.
1: Oh, great. Um... Yay! <laughs> um, Actually, I would like to run right up to the creature, and I'm going to pull out my great axe off of my back and just make an attack right away.
0: Amazing. All right. Uh, Yeah, go ahead and roll that attack.
1: Fantastic. Um, That is an 11 plus six, so it's a 17 to hit.
0: A 17 hits. Oh, boy. Okay.
1: I know what I'm doing. I've totally played a barbarian before. She (laughs) lied. Um, I think
0: if you wanted to have raged as you were riding up, I would say you could definitely have raged as you were
2: riding up. Oh
1: yeah, I know how to do that. Um, <laughs> and yes, yeah, so I would rage as the bonus action.
2: Nice. Um,
1: great, okay. Does that do anything to the attack, or do I just have to, does it just add to damage? Um,
0: I, I I know it adds a plus two to damage, um, oh. but you are you definitely already hit, so...
1: Okay, okay, okay. Um, I'll
2: look at in a moment. D12
1: is an 11 plus 3, so it's 14 damage. Plus my rage is... Plus 2 melee damage. Okay. So, yeah.
0: So, 16? 16 damage. All right.
1: uh, For my first attack. (laughs)
0: Uh, Uh, Just before you make that second attack, um, as you hit this thing uh, it kind of ripples in a weird way um, and it uh, kind of disappears from right in front of you and appears 20 feet up in the air uh, and then falls down to the ground oh. um, uh, and will land uh, prone and take some falling damage because that's the random direction it went so well. wow. so <laughs> <laughs> Uh, So, uh, this is a corrupted Abominable Yeti, so as part of being hit, it can, like, it moves a random direction in 20 feet, Uh, and uh, sometimes that means it takes extra falling damage and then lands right where it was. Uh, So, uh, you come out of nowhere, swing your axe, uh, this thing disappears, you see it appear just like above you 20 feet, and it falls down to the ground, and lands in the snow in front of you, uh, and it would fall prone, so you would have advantage on this next attack.
1: Goodness, yeah, I'll strike it again. All right. Uh, That's a 10, and an 18, plus 6. 24 to hit. Um, I'm going to roll again. 13
0: damage. 13 damage, amazing. Yes you come forward, uh, this thing slash lands in front of you again. Uh, You hit it again and just go, as all four of its eyes look at you with menace. Uh, All right, I'm going to
1: just hold my ground and just glare at it and growl (laughs) and say, you don't want to be here right now.
2: (laughs) Uh,
0: Just like, freezing saliva dripping out of its mouth freezing almost instantly in this cold cold air Uh, and Salem it is now your turn you've just seen someone else run up and kind of come to your rescue
3: Um, do do you do you see mirages in the cold as as, as well is that that a thing I think there's a dwarf out there
6: no that's me (laughs) sorry Uh, what (laughs) (laughs) no on the back of
5: the, the sheep You don't don't ride a sheep. Oh, Babas.
2: Oh, shit. Protect Protect the sheep!
3: Salem's going to stumble forwards, uh, still feeling a little bit conflicted and confused uh, after what happened last time, and just raise their quarterstaff and and go at it with this uh, this yeti. Perfect. And, Salem,
0: as you approach, um, you do feel a little conflicted about what happened, but... Um you also you've been surrounded by your friends for a little bit and they've been giving you a lot of support and you have this overwhelming sense of connection. And can you please describe a memory when Salem felt incredibly connected? When Salem felt warm and supported and loved?
3: Like with the the group or just in general?
0: In general or whatever you whatever Salem like whatever memory would come to Salem of feeling warm and connected? Sure.
3: Uh, I think most likely it's uh, it would probably have been in Salem's past uh, when uh, I think probably when they were first interacting uh, with their their young sister uh, and their family was was closer than it had been in quite some time brought together by the, the new kid and just all all together for a winter miss. Oh, up.
0: that's beautiful. I think um, in this memory is uh, is Salem um, like 10 years old or like 12
3: or eight kind of area. Uh, uh, yeah, Salem Salem uh, has a, a good distance between themselves and their younger sister. Uh, so about eight years older. Yeah, about, about eight years old, I guess awesome and
0: um i think as like as part of this winter miss i think one of the things that made you feel really connected was a gift you gave to uh your younger sister uh do you remember what that gift was
2: you know what yes
3: yes uh salem does yeah they uh from a uh, very young age, uh, Salem had always enjoyed, um, filching things that they shouldn't have. <laughs> uh, and Salem may have accidentally wandered off from a department store with, uh, a, a very lovely, shiny little, uh, Raven toy, Um, and they would have given that Raven. To her.
0: Oh, that's a, be- that's beautiful. Uh, amazing as uh yeah as this memory floods into you uh of giving this beautiful raisin or raisin (laughs) raisin (laughs) uh to briar uh you or rose as her parents were calling her at the time um you feel this sense of warmth flood into you and you have advantage on your first attack
2: oh no
3: uh okay uh then in that case i go from a 27 to a still a
2: 27.
3: Oh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> uh and the quarter staff for uh, six points of damage six points
0: of damage thank you uh sorry was that
3: in no no six okay. yep yeah. and then i will flurry of blows um, couple of unarmed strikes amazing um it seems like, although I think I'll probably have to run and catch up with it if it's going to move. So
0: it actually seems like whatever it, that is, it may be some sort of reaction to being hit. Oh, so it okay. seems like it may be not be a may not be an every turn thing.
3: Then in that case, I will most likely miss with the first one of the thirteen. Uh, thirteen does indeed miss. Yep. Followed up with a <laughs> natural one. <laughs> uh, which I'm going to spend a lucky point on. Okay, the reroll. Are you fucking kidding me? Did you get another nat 1? <laughs> no. What? Wow.
4: Okay. Oh, no.
2: Um you know, so, you know, uh,
0: Can you please...
2: Um, hmm. Uh,
3: First the Remoraz, now the Yeti. <laughs> All
0: right. Uh, so, Salem, you run forward. This memory floods into you. You hit it with a quarterstaff. Uh, you go to swing, and then... Uh, you miss and you like you feel your body uh, sliding in the snow as it seems like there is a hollow right below your feet and you uh, fall about like two feet down into the snow so that the snow is kind of up to your chest Um, and as you fall into the snow your fist goes a little bit wide Um, and Chris can you just make a dexterity saving throw for me
1: yeah, I can do that
4: Alright Is that a, a Swedish dwarf?
1: Oh no, <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh okay. no,
4: bad
0: Oh, uh, uh, there we
1: go <laughs> uh, Dex save is gonna be a six
0: A six uh, Salem, what is? what would your damage be for if that had hit the Yeti? Oh, the punch? Yeah uh...
1: Wait, this isn't an effect, right?
0: It is not an effect. Okay, this never was, mind. Yes. DM yeah. being a jerk.
1: That's a six.
3: It would have been. It would have been.
1: Six. A-
0: okay. Uh, Chris, this uh, human monk uh, runs forward, uh, swings at the yeti, uh, falls into the snow, and as they fall, their fist goes a little bit wide and connects with your shin, and you take six damage. Oh, I buy it. Which I guess, if you're raging, is reduced to three.
3: <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Sorry. I, the, the snow, I'm still not used to it.
1: You're right there, bud. Get up! <laughs> okay, I'm stuck in the snow!
3: <laughs> uh, I'm just going to start shimmying, trying to pull myself forth, and probably wind up deeper in the snow.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: and it is now Pierre's turn.
4: Uh, Pierre is going to see the situation at hand, and he is going to um, uh, run up towards the yeti and attempt to throw a net on top of it.
0: Ah, very nice. Alright. Uh, what does the Yeti have to make an a No, I have to make a
4: disadvantage yeah. attack roll to beat his AC, I believe. Okay. Uh is Pierre exhausted? Uh he is. Oh, okay.
0: So I I, I rolled a twelve.
2: A 12. I, I only
0: have a plus four. <laughs> I'll <laughs> no. take it. Uh, Pierre, uh like following uh Salem um I'm I'm coming uh, and throws a net uh, which just kind of unfortunately goes a little bit wide over top of the yeti he kind of overestimates the the throw uh, and Pierre uh, pauses and goes oh I'm very sorry uh mm,
3: it's quite all right its, it's fine, Pierre <laughs> bonus action help now
0: <laughs> amazing Uh
3: Yeah, uh, so,
0: Chris, you see this, uh, small, uh, elderly-looking, uh, grung run forward, uh, seeming, like, perfectly at ease on the snow, uh, and throws this net, uh, over top of the yeti's head, unfortunately, um, uh, and then, uh, just says, all right, well, I'll, um, and just kind of, like, tries to, like, distract the yeti, uh, doing, like, a weird, like, hoppy dance thing, um... And uh, is giving the next attack advantage, or is helping rather at least. Uh, And Lonlin, it is now your turn.
6: So, as this dwarf rides in from off screen somewhere, she's like, (laughs) she's staring at this woman upon this sheep, and then her eyes drift to the sheep, and she is just like fixated on this sheep, (laughs) just completely in awe of this sheep. And then as Salem eats it into the snow, she's like, oh, shit. And she's going to run forward and she is going to... So Salem is prone, right?
0: Uh, Salem is not prone. I was just going to say on Salem's next turn, they would have to spend five feet of movement to dig themselves out of the snow.
2: Okay,
6: um, I'm just going to reach down and just pull them out and just say, uh, watch your footing, sorry. And yeah, yeah, she will go... (laughs) Um, like pull them out, of, sorry, pull them out of the snow, and then kind of slap them on the back and give them Shield of Faith, and then she's <laughs> just going to play bodyguard uh, between the party right. and this creature.
0: Perfect. Uh, yeah, is Shield of Shield of Faith is a bonus action or an action?
6: It's a bonus action. Yeah, I use my action to like try and get uh, Salem up.
0: So what I would say uh, for that, uh, make me an Athletics check. Um, if you beat uh, 15 uh that's just an object interaction to pull salem out of the snow
6: uh that's 17 on the die before um all right yeah
0: great so you still have your action
6: oh okay i will then take my sword and shield and i will take some swings at this thing nice so that is uh 19
0: uh 19 definitely hits
6: okay so that is 12 points of slashing on the first attack okay and then on the second that is 19 again Um, (laughs) and then that is 13 points of slashing
0: 13 points of slashing amazing alright my turn awesome uh, as, like, the party just converges, um, and this yeti, like, looks around, its four eyes are kind of, like, swiveling, one is looking at kind of each of you that's up in the mix right now, and it just um, and on initiative count 20, it gets its reaction back, um, as Lizette, it is now your turn it's
2: it,
5: it's quite fascinating, isn't it? um, <laughs> Oh, oh, uh, Salem, are you alright? Just, just, just fine. fine Thanks, Norman. Um, alright, um, let's see if we can't make things a little bit more fascinating, can't we? (laughs) And I'm gonna cast Summon Aberration.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Uh, anything, are are you summoning the new, like, uh, the same one? Are you summoning Grace, or are you summoning something different?
5: Um, let's look. I can summon a lot of things, can't I? Yes, Um, you can. Uh, let's do. Let's do a star spawn instead. Oh God! This <laughs> what was
2: the
4: star spawn. Gross. Okay. It's Very gross.
5: Very gross. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wait, I have a picture. Oh no! <laughs> it's not as gross as the last one.
2: We'll uh, <laughs>
3: describe. Oh God. Oh.
4: Um, <laughs> okay, oh ooze meets three eyes and a bunch of
3: bunch of dead people all mixed <laughs> into one. The this cube and gave it limbs and eyes, but made it. Think.
1: It's just like that thing <laughs> from Stranger Things, but worse. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: yeah. Exactly. All of what's Oh God. <laughs>
0: uh, you summon aberration, and this thing appears in front of you this writhing mass of inky gross like tentacles but bodies but eyes but just weird uh things like almost like worm like things dropping off onto the ground as it uh appears in front of you uh and says
2: hello what could i do for you
5: oh fantastic um a little bit more cuter than the last one i'll say that much uh <laughs> we're in peril. Uh, if you could, uh, use some of your, uh, your whispers of the great depths of knowledge to, um, destroy that Yeti thing, that would be fantastic. It
2: would be my
5: pleasure. Aren't you a <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: and you just hear, Good girl, sc- oh, wow, directed right at the Yeti. Um, and, uh, can you please describe what needs to happen with that? Because I don't have it up right now.
5: Oh, yeah. No worries. Um, so it's a it's whispering aura. Oh, whoops. Um, <laughs> that's an area of effect spell again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Who is the like five feet?
2: Five feet of you? Hey, hey! Uh, <laughs> this within,
0: within five feet of you is Cricket.
2: No, uh,
5: not again! <laughs> <laughs> yes. oh, me? Five feet, what's I'll make the thing go to the wards. The Yeti. So anyone within five feet of the Yeti. Oh. So
0: is it anyone within Green. five feet of the Yeti, or could you target it like behind the Yeti so it's just hitting the Yeti's back?
5: It's not a target, it's the creature has an aura. Oh my god. (laughs) The creature has a negative aura.
0: (laughs) All right. Uh, So, yeah, uh, you make it go float, uh, and if it's within five feet, uh, I guess in order for it not to be in someone's the same occupied space as one of the others, uh, you could pretty much do um, the Yeti and... Uh Lonlin and Salem or the Yeti and Chris and Chris's sheep? (laughs) And oh and Pierre would be in
6: that second one as well. So Oh no. Um it's like the trolley scenario.
5: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is this is a moral dilemma. Okay, I'm I'm so so sorry, Chris. (laughs) Are you (laughs) Salem's had a really hard couple of hours? And I don't need to attribute any more insanity towards them. So uh, I'll do the second one. It's a, de- it's a wisdom saving throw.
6: Okay. Oh, you think I'm wise? <laughs> Wait, how far away is she from me?
0: Uh, uh, Chris? How is Chris? Yeah, Chris. Uh, Chris would be within 10 feet of you.
6: So you get plus three on that save. You are my friend in this situation.
1: camaraderie. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, oh, I just know what my friend's about to do to you, and I feel bad about it. Right? <laughs> okay, do I need to make a save for Ovis as well?
0: You would need to make one for Ovis as well.
1: Okay, lovely. For me, it's a 15. Um... Ovis, this is wisdom. Oh, natural twenty for Ovis. Oh <laughs> yeah.
0: Nice. Ovis I think is, we're okay. Ovis is gonna to be totally okay. Ovis just looks at this thing and like almost is like like territorial against this weird inky uh creature and like that kind of territorial rage is totally flooding Ovis's head and Ovis uh does not suffer this
1: effect. He's a beast. Um, he is quite literally a large beast, but he's also like a fucking tank. Like he is, <laughs> he is huge.
4: <laughs> uh, Do huge. We also need to roll for Pierre, sorry, as well. Yes, you want Pierre
2: and then the Yeti. Okay.
4: Pierre got yes. a sixteen if he's within, um, uh, uh, uh so
0: Nice. Uh, and the Yeti wisdom save. Um. He got a sixteen on the Yeti.
5: Okay, so everyone made it. So I basically just made everyone roll for no reason. <laughs> Woo! Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons and Dragons. Numbers and dice. <laughs> yeah, the, the gross star spawn thing just sort of whispers, and everyone can hear the, the disgusting, horrible secrets of the universe for a little bit, but everyone's fine. Oh, nice.
2: what uh, happens.
0: Uh, and at the end of your turn, uh, you see this new creature that you've summoned go forward and whisper things and you have a flashback to a memory where Lisette felt warm and connected um, and a uh, little behind the curtain this is because of rolling natural 20 on the con save uh, earlier right, last session uh, so yeah Emily could you please describe a memory where Lisette felt warm and comforted
5: I think the last time Lisette felt truly like warm and comforted and safe was uh, when she first started at MacGuffin's, and um, Angie came to visit her at work, and he brought her lunch, and they they sat amongst the books and the papers and the archives just on the floor, just in one of the one of the halls, um, away from Frank and his berating um and they just talked and it was the first time that she'd seen him in a couple weeks because he was busy with his family business and yeah they just chatted throughout lunch and he yeah i think that's the last time we felt connected
0: (laughs) yeah well i think as this memory floods into you you feel um yeah just that warmth come upon you and that feeling of connection and there's a little bit of a bittersweet moment because it's been so long but also, like, more than anything it's just that feeling of like, as you've been connecting and helping these new friends, you're kind of reminded of a time when you had a connection with an old friend um, and uh, I think because of that, I'm actually going to re-roll the Yeti uh, just because I think he now has disadvantage Ooh. Ooh,
5: power of friendship.
0: And the yeti on that disadvantage got a natural one. Oh, oh my god. god! So can you please roll <laughs> uh, your damage, and can you please uh, double it?
5: Oh okay. Ooh, great. Um, that's that was really good. That's uh, god, yeah, it's just twenty two. <laughs> psychic
0: did you roll an 8 on the d8
5: it's 2d6 oh. i rolled a 5 and a six. oh god
0: <laughs> wow um the
5: good thing that he made it <laughs> and no one else did
0: wow yes uh that is amazing as this star spawn comes forward it seems like at first it's whispers of knowledge do nothing to this yeti and then uh you have this flash of recollection of warmth and you get this kind of like feeling of connection that sp- like flows out towards the star spawn. And it's almost as if the whispers that it's talking about are about connection, which seems like abhorrent to this yeti. Uh, and it just. Uh, and seems to hurt from this psychic energy. Uh, would you like to move at all?
5: Nah. <laughs> You good here
0: all right um i think um bu- 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 I believe when you um when you cast uh i believe the the aura is just an aura uh so it still actually has oh, an yeah. action,
5: oh. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. Um, I I forgot to mention. Um, the aura happens at the start of his turn. Every turn, just a heads up. That's just a thing that happens now. Nice. Um, also, it has. Oh. Oh, I did not know that. It has two attacks. Yes.
2: Yep. Yes.
5: Uh, I guess it'll just take like two melee attacks. It'll just fucking just ram into it a couple times.
0: <laughs> yeah.
5: Modifier to hit.
0: Yeah, so whatever your spell attack modifier is.
5: Okay, um... Uh, first roll is a 15.
0: A uh, 15 just hits.
5: 15 just hits, and then second one is a... There's uh, a 17. Uh, I mean,
0: Before that 17, sorry, can you... Um, yeah. This... Uh, Yeti, um, as it gets, like, attacked by the star spawn, by this psychic, like, tentacle that reaches forward, the Yeti actually disappears from view and appears 20 feet away, kind of in the direction it was running, so it is now like, 20 feet behind you, but only 10 feet away from Cricket.
2: (laughs) Uh (laughs) Yeah. Uh-oh.
0: Um...
5: Oh, should I? Did it? Did it hit?
0: First? So it hit the uh, like the first one hit, but then as soon as it was okay. hit, it moved. Like it, oh. its corrupted form shifted it somewhere
5: else. Okay. Um. So in that case, the so the first hit is uh, seven points of psychic damage.
0: Okay. Uh. Yeah. Uh, I think.
5: And then, um. Oh, go ahead.
0: I was just gonna say, and then it looks like your star spawn can still like it would have been summoned right where it was, and then it could still fly to uh, to attack again.
5: Yeah, I'm gonna put it in between, um, in between the Yeti and Cricket.
0: Okay, awesome. Oh, and thank it, you. You can make one more attack.
5: Oh, dope. Yeah. Oh, I already rolled for it. It was a seventeen. Oh, right.
0: perfect. Yeah, uh, that hits.
5: That is a eleven points of psychic damage. So a seven and eleven.
0: Ooh, all right, all right, getting a slushy out in the Oh, storm. I want a Slurpee. Oh yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, I guess. It's not only in between Cricket and uh, this thing, it's I guess also between you and this Abominable Yeti, because because uh, you're beside Cricket.
5: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I really said, how can I play Pokemon, but also play D&D? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: man. You're one of those, like, creepy-ass trainers from the Tower though, <laughs> like, in the original Pokemon. Yeah. Who... The one who like, claimed to be talking to all the dead spirits. Yeah, you
0: only use ghost Pokemon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. I can see Dark
4: type being involved in there. Yeah, oh,
3: okay. Yeah, yeah, it was Dark, dark type.
5: Lizette is just Lavender Town, like personified.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
4: <laughs> Amazing.
0: Uh, and Cricket, it is now your turn. This uh, Yeti just teleported quickly to
4: right in front of you. Uh, so, Lizette, if, if, if I walk around that thing, I want to hear whispers of weird shit, right?
2: Um, well,
5: not necessarily weird shit, but, uh, uh approximately, yeah, it's pretty, pretty bizarre. Um, will I'm just gonna insult uh, it then. Hey, you weird, fluffy, uh,
4: cursed ice devil! You mm-hmm. suck!
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Making wisdom saving throw as I right. viciously mock it. <laughs> <laughs> so, bit. uh,
0: 17 plus 1, so 18.
4: <laughs> shit! <laughs> uh you're, you're not very pleasant around here! It's fine! I I you don't, don't think he can it's paying attention to me. Um oh God uh uh Salem help me out here and I'm gonna try and body crush it a little bit and Bardic inspire him. Or that's right.
0: Uh you're gonna inspire Salem? Yes. Amazing. So uh Chris, you watch as uh this uh fairly big human uh, or sorry, Half-Elf, right? Yeah. Uh, looks at uh, at Salem. Uh, human. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just starts, like, slapping his chest in a rhythm um, and, like, slapping his arms, doing full-on body percussion. And uh, Salem, you feel this flood of inspiration as, uh, yeah, say, as Cricket's body percussion inspires
3: you. You know, something tells me I'm still going to roll a one. <laughs> I just have this sneaking feeling.
2: <laughs> just... Maybe you get
4: lucky. Who knows? I might have really inspired you. <laughs> Last time I got lucky, I rolled another one. <laughs> that uh, wasn't luck. That was false luck.
0: <laughs>
3: oh, okay. Uh, the... Thanks, Cricket. You're welcome. Help me.
0: <laughs> uh, the Yeti... Um, looking around assessing the situation uh, turns its back on the two or the the star spawn and the two creatures a little bit farther away and looks back towards everybody else who was where it was Uh, and you just see it inhale
2: Um,
0: and you watch as this cloud of kind of noxious ice crystals flies towards you Uh, it exhales in a 30 foot cone of foul air um can um Chris, uh your sheep, Pierre, Longlin, and Salem please make a charisma saving throw.
1: Plus three, friends. Just
0: charisma. Remember. Charisma.
1: Oof. Oof. I
0: mean a four and a five. Ooh. Uh okay. Four and a five for Chris. Um uh yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't think there's any modifiers for Ovis having charisma. So
0: probably not. Um so no, nope, -2. Minus minus so it's a <laughs> 3
1: for Ovis and a 4 for me.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh all right. Um and I think I heard Longlin got a 27.
6: I got a 27, yes.
0: Uh Sixteen from Salem, six. courtesy of Mom. All right. Oh, uh, Chris, you would get uh, the plus three, I think it is. Uh, but I guess even then, that's still seven and six. So,
1: actually, yeah. I think I'll I'll burn a luck point on my roll. Nice, because them. Oh, that's better. It was a nineteen oh, plus zero, but better. yeah. Uh, and um,
4: what about Pierre? I should roll for him. Uh. Yeah, with a plus three, 15. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah, so with that, the only thing that is affected is Ovis. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh no. <laughs> Chris, you are riding your sheep. Uh, you turn Ovis around, uh, look at this abominable yeti who exhales this cloud of foul ice crystals in your direction, and you feel Ovis's form ripple and shift underneath you, Uh, and then, uh, and Ovis just becomes a, um, a pile of snow, actually. Um, Uh, (laughs) Ovis is a pile of snow. They're not dead. Um, they can repeat the saving throw at the end of their next turn. Um, but, uh, Ovis is a pile of snow beneath you and all of the gear that was piled on top of it is just kind of falling around it. Um, and, uh you are now just sitting bareback on a big mound of snow. Oh, I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the yeti um, uh, yells, uh, looks at the two people that are on the other side of it and just runs uh, towards. Uh, this would provoke an opportunity to attack from the star spawn um, as it runs towards Cricket and Lisette.
6: Oh, I don't get an opportunity.
0: Uh, it's twenty feet away from you. Uh, oh, Because okay. it teleported when
4: it
6: uh, got oh, there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. No, no, it's all good.
4: I think uh, you're muted, Emily. Emily. <laughs> uh, ah ha ah! I
5: was I was muted. Sorry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh, the online uh, world
5: oh the online world I was like what why is no what's happening um (laughs) sorry what (laughs) Uh,
0: the star spawn would get an attack of opportunity as this Uh, yeti moves past it running towards you and Cricket.
5: it didn't make it it was it was like a four
0: okay uh this yeti just runs towards you um but it's just getting up into the mix with you but it can't do anything else because its entire action was doing that cold of corrupted breath or that cone um and back to the top of the order, uh, Chris and Ovis.
1: Oh, you've done it now, son. And uh, I will get off my mound of snow and <laughs> I will take my own movement straight towards the Yeti, um, wielding my big X. Okay. So how far is it from me? Uh, it's 30 and I guess
0: I, oh no. Yeah, it's, it'd be, I guess, 25 feet. I guess I should have been imposing Difficult Train, but I haven't yet, so we're just going to say this is a clear patch of ground, um, and you'll get to Difficult Train later. Right now it's just normal.
2: <laughs> Yay. Yay. Um,
1: Yay! Great, my movement's 35 anyway, so I'll get there. Right. I want to attack attack. Okay. Um, oops. It was a 13 plus 7, so a 20. 30-20. 30-20! Hey! Oh my
2: god! I like. I
3: like the cut out while you were screaming.
2: <laughs> yeah,
4: <laughs> I wanted to add to the effect. Uh, perfect cut screams.
1: Um, so that one's gonna be fourteen damage. Do I still have the plus two from?
4: Uh, the yeah,
0: you still Ooh, have the plus two to something? the damage. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay, great. So it's a 14, 16 total.
0: Okay. Uh, As you hit it, again, this thing's form ripples, and it uh, goes 20 feet in the same direction it was traveling, so it's now uh, 15 feet behind Cricket and Lisette.
1: Okay. So it's 20 feet away from me, though, now, right? Yes. Duane, Forgot that was gonna happen. Um...
0: You could throw something. I, if you
1: yeah, I could try throwing something. Heck yeah. it! Oh heck it! Why not? Oh, I will it. try chucking my javelin.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure.
1: Sure. Uh, ooh! I mean, I rolled a six. I don't know what I add to throwing, but
0: uh, I mean, so it's plus, got to, Yeah. I, unless you've got like plus nine, I don't think you're going to hit.
1: Yeah, it says plus six.
0: Okay. So it would be a 12. Yeah. Yeah, this thing, uh, you swing out, uh, you hit it in its back, and as soon as you do, its form ripples, and it appears somewhere else, 20 feet farther away, um, and you, in your frustration, grab your javelin, and just with the anger, Ovis has just been turned to a pile of snow, this thing is evading you, you throw it, and unfortunately... The anger is like just kind of making your eyes go red. You're seeing red through the world, and you just throw it a little bit uh, to the like way to the side, and your javelin sails past. Unfortunately.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't think I can do anything else. I Perfect.
0: don't know how uh, to turn
1: Ovis back into a sheep, so.
0: Uh, Ovis, at the end of Ovis's turn, Ovis makes another charisma saving throw. Please. Oh, Okay. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: Oh, that's a natural 19. Okay. Plus three would be 22.
0: Uh, so, Ovis, um, at the end of Ovis's turn, reforms into a sheep uh, and looks, I would say, shocked. Um, <laughs> probably not used to doing that. Um, and Ovis uh, uh, seems a little distressed as. Uh, whatever's happened, but all of the gear that Ovis was carrying is back on top of them, but in kind of haphazard it doesn't look like it's necessarily the most comfortable uh, gotcha. saddle and everything yeah.
1: It's like stuck on the horn or something.
0: Yeah, exactly yeah. <laughs> uh, Perfect um, And uh, next up, Salem This thing is now uh, like 45 feet away from you
3: Ah, 45 feet away, so if I move 40 feet, then I can catch up to it, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Okay, well, thank goodness London pulled me out of the snow, then. <laughs> uh, I've got precisely 40 feet of movement, and I'll be using every bit of it to close in on this thing. Uh, and I will... Does it, look... Does it look injured? It looks very injured. Okay, then in that case, I will just wallop it with the quarter staff again. All right.
2: And not twenty. Oh, no, there we are.
3: We are in the upswing. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, you just uh, it, Richard.
3: Okay. No, no, I don't want to Don't do that. <laughs> uh, okay, so I've got fifteen points of damage.
0: Ooh, wow, fifteen points. This thing is looking like very rough as you hit it. Uh, some of the flesh on its body sloughs off, and more of that just like black icker uh, kind of leaks out. And as it hits the snow, it actually melts some of the snow.
3: All right, all right, uh, okay. That's, That's weird. weird. And it, does it pop away, or am I am I good? It only has
0: it has a re- it has two reactions, but right. one yeah, only gotcha. recharges on ten, so it it is still there.
3: It gotcha. blows. I'm going to use that uh, bardic inspiration die. <laughs> the yeah. Uh, sorry. D.A. Bardic- yes. Yeah. 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 All right. The second my uh, brain turns off, I get asked the question. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I missed. It doesn't matter. It's a 14.
0: A 14. Oh, uh, you swing with your quarter stack quarter staff. Um, and as you're like going for the second one, uh, it's just like you have been really tired this last little bit and you're just like your muscles are sore and you just kind of like pull back a little bit too much on the backswing and you just whiff past uh, the area that you just hit.
3: Okay, uh, I'm going to go in for one more swing with that flurry of blows. Nice. A uh, 19. A 19 will <laughs>
0: definitely hit.
3: Okay. For uh, 7 with the damage. Yeah.
0: Okay. Salem, uh, can you please describe how you take this thing out?
3: Uh, with a great deal of exhaustion. It's the quarterstaff straight into the back as I'm running forwards, and then I'll use the quarterstaff to propel myself upwards and uh, land on top of this thing's shoulders, wrap my legs around its head, and just twist. Oh
1: <laughs> my
3: god. <laughs> and roll back off the back and lie flat in the snow. <laughs> Just look <laughs> up at the sky.
0: <laughs> that is just amazing. <laughs> uh, you twist, and as this thing's body crumples to the ground, uh, you see its form begin to kind of like dissolve and shift and uh, melt away almost, and it becomes uh, two dwarven forms uh, that on the ground, uh, you can see have clearly been dead for a long time, um, but- What? Did just snap some four doors to No, uh, you snapped the abominable yeti's neck, and as it died, it no longer, like, was animating these corpses that were inside it, or whatever it was. Yeah.
3: Alright. right. Uh,
0: and- Dead. (laughs) With that, we can jump out of initiative.
5: Lizette's going to go poke the corpses.
0: <laughs> uh, make a medicine or an investigation check for me.
5: Ooh. Um... What am I better at? <laughs> that is a odd... Uh... That's a dirty twenty.
2: Beep hey, beep 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 beep. Tell what's going on with
5: those corpses.
2: <laughs>
0: Alright. With a dirty 20, um the corpses, uh it is it is clear that they have been like dead for at least a couple of weeks. Um they are in a state of fairly advanced decomposition. Um but they are also kind of linked between each other. There's some sort of like weird magical tether that as the body of the Yeti fades away, the magical tether is also falling away. Um, you get the sense that whatever happened to these creatures, when the like deep cold happened, they happened to be really close together. And as soon as they died, something corrupted their flesh and made it into this like monstrous white furred creature with four eyes. Um, and uh yeah you get the sense that whatever uh that was uh by killing the form you've kind of allowed their their spirits to move on to a place of rest
5: um do i recognize the dwarfs from uh gill's visions
0: Ooh, you know what let me make a luck check uh, you recognize, yes, you do actually recognize two of them. They were indeed part of the uh, the mining expedition.
5: All right. Very interesting. Um, uh, is everyone all right?
1: Uh, Chris will have made her way back over to Ovis to see that, to see if he's okay and like take the straps down off the horns and put the saddle and the stuff back in place and, just say, "Oh, you're right. You're right there, bud. You're okay." Yeah, yeah, it's okay, and I'll scratch under his chin.
0: Uh, and Ovis starts like headbutting you in that way that animals do when they like like attention.
2: Um, mm. But
0: you know, Ovis has big horns, so you keep getting like almost like bruises <laughs> from this thing like butting its horns into your shoulder. But I think you're also used to
6: it. Oh, that's normal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <clears throat> sorry, <laughs> I'm choking. Um. Sorry. Try that again. Sorry, <laughs> you, how long have you been out here for?
1: Oh, hi! Yes, happy to have finally found you guys. You Why are guys? you are the party. <laughs> yeah, I've I've been tracking you. I've been following you guys for for a little bit now. I'm so happy to have finally found you. Um, you guys okay?
4: More or less, yeah. The, uh, who are you?
1: Oh, what? uh... Hi, sorry. <laughs> my name's is Chris um, This is Ovis. He is my buddy, mm-hmm. my, my buddy, pal. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I just I heard there was a band of adventurers that had set out and were making their way deep into this uh, storm here. Um, I came to find you. I'm hoping I could just travel with you to into the next town, you know, safety and numbers and all. You heard of us. Where, where do you hear of us? What, what have you heard? And she's gonna try and
6: play it casually, but she's clearly nervous.
1: Oh no, just that, just that you were in fleet uh, expired. That was called Yeah, Bleak Bleakspire. expired yeah. just the other day, and you had set off in this direction. I was already headed this way. I was like, you know, I'm just gonna just gonna catch up with them and uh, hope we can all just like travel together to like safety and numbers. Literally, that's all. <laughs>
4: don't, don't get me wrong. I I I like the safety and numbers and all that, but the we're not just traveling to a new location, if that's okay. We're kind of on a little bit of a, a journey, a quest, uh, so to speak. Yes, we had some gulls. Uh, yeah,
3: some gulls.
4: You you have some snow in your face still there.
3: Oh. I know, it's really difficult to stand up.
6: <laughs> oh, I'll waddle over and try to pull them up again. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that, yeah, that's...
3: <clears throat> Thank you. That's much better.
1: Uh, Marcus, real quick, we never actually established like the name of a town that I would have been from.
0: <laughs> uh, you would have been from a town one. called yeah uh, uh, which which um, you would know is dwarven for mouth of snow.
1: Mouth of snow. How do you? What was the actual
0: name? Hey, that's me. Uh S K J U R space w a e r o d
1: lovely thank you you're welcome um yeah right so i mean it's in this direction i think somewhere the roads look a little bit different now because of all the snow i've never seen it quite this snowy before but um i'm headed to skier rudd and uh my family's there i'm just come in and to look after them, I thought catching up with you guys would just be an easier, make an easier go of things. I mean,
5: you're more than welcome to, uh, to tag along with us. Uh, just so you're aware, we are going on a, uh, uh, a dangerous mission, so to speak. And if you're willing to accompany us, you've got to have a bit of grit,
1: that's all right with you. You've performed quite admirably. Oh, I thank you. I was just about to say the same. Like you guys don't look like you really need any help. That swirly dark thing was cool, I guess. Yeah. I'm uh, very cool. Oh my god, it's still here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I a, it all time. <laughs> that's a that's a neat trick for sure. Uh well yeah, 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 yeah. I mean if yeah. it if it's on the way i uh, happy to help. I mean, me and Ovis here, we've been out adventuring for some time now. We've uh got got quite a few got some tricks under our belt as well. Uh quite hearty this one and I'll just tap him on the shoulder.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: happy to happy to help out and uh happy to also just uh not be traveling so alone as I make my way home, yeah, nah, buds. I mean, the more the merrier, <laughs> right?
5: Uh, my in, in inquiries but you said that you're from you're from
1: a town that's within all of this i mean i've i've heard it's been swallowed up yes yeah, sure wayward yeah. <laughs> <You're>
2: <laughs>
1: you welcome. had to make it dwarven <laughs> um, uh yes haven't been back for a couple of years now but uh my my partner's there and my family's there so i want to get back and see if they're all all right
5: Right. Um and Lizette's gonna kinda like turn to the turn to Lawnlin um and be like, could could it be from the the, the, the frozen town with all the, the statues Oh
6: um sorry I just need to go into my memory bank here one second Um <laughs> uh- She's gonna look to Chris and just ask, um Does the name Thorin mean anything to you? Green Meadow? Does that name
0: ring a bell? Does it? <laughs> uh this the name doesn't ring a bell as coming from your town. But okay. uh, you do know that the Green Meadows live um like in a about like a 20 mile journey kind of uh southwest of roughly where you are or roughly where your village is. Um so it's like the green meadows are like or the town of Green Meadow is not like a um it's not a big town at all, and it's not part of the same it's not your town, but it is close ish it's in the same like environ
1: i uh, okay uh no i i mean I know of the town I don't know that person no oh okay, well,
6: okay, so the good news is you've heard of it, but the bad news is it's sort of in a frozen state, and so Not to say that the town you're going to is going to be the same, but um, I'm just going to stop talking. I'm not helping. Um, We're going to fix it all. We're going to fix
4: it all, (laughs) and uh, we're going to be uh, dealing with all the ace people, the sculptures.
1: What Uh, do you mean, frozen sculptures?
4: Mistress, can I
5: tell her,
0: please?
1: Um, No, no,
5: no, no, no. Why would I let you... Tell her anything. Um, wh- why do you want to tell her?
0: To whisper the secrets of forgotten knowledge. It is my quest yeah. and mission.
5: Right, I, 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 thought That—that's your bit. I, I, um,
3: I learned something about the creation of lemon squares that I'll never be able to forget from him. <laughs> 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 never. It's very enough. surprising.
0: You would never know they were created first by a dog. <gasps>
5: <laughs> you do have some fun facts. Um, I don't know if you're quite well equipped to divulge this sensitive information. You're more more of a, a, a horrifying fun facts, uh, Rolodex, so to speak. Yes. Um, Indeed
3: I am. The wonderful, horrible, forgotten
2: knowledge.
5: <sighs> All right, um. I don't know why I keep being surprised that I keep summoning these Eldric secret monsters and they keep being like this. I I should really see this coming a mile away. You really should. Um I'm gonna snap my fingers and uh <laughs> Tim. <to> Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. Um yes, uh, the the frozen statues, there was this awful cold that is taking over this this uh, area of, area of effect, I guess, Mm -hmm. it it created a few, um, petrified dwarves in this town, um, and where it's actually causing quite a bit of cold issues. I was just curious if that might have been your town.
1: Uh, no, it's not, not too far. Uh, it's, it's about 20 miles away. Um, so if if you've been there, then we might be close, I think. That's a bit of a relief. Where where um, are you headed though? You said you were on a mission, so you've got somewhere to go.
5: We're headed to the uh the mines to to stop the cold from, from getting any worse.
6: I think we're getting pretty close, actually. Yeah. Oh, uh,
0: yes, um if um if I have been keeping track of distance properly, then yes, we're we'll probably uh, within, I don't know, 45 minutes of, of the mine entrance or, or something. Uh, oh. Uh, Pierre bounds up beside you, uh, just kind of resting at your elbow.
6: I, I'm i so sorry. Um, we didn't introduce ourselves. I, I'm Lonlin, and she'll stick out her hand to uh, our handshake. Hi there. Hi.
4: The name's Cricket over here. Uh, Well, not actually, but you can call me Cricket at least. I'm the resident bard. Nice to meet you.
1: Oh, hi. I'll
4: just shiver in place. I'm not going to stop. <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to be able to do what is doing—just casually uh, having a handshake.
5: Are Craig and I also going to have a standoff for these introductions too? Is that what's happening?
2: <laughs> That's what's happening. Always.
5: Uh, I'm Pierre. Um,
0: I I'm four years old. <laughs> he's also my butler. Actually, sorry, like butler. He's four years old? Yes, but I've lived a full life. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. That tracks. I've had 12 careers
4: already. <laughs> He's really good at listening, too. Pierre's the, the, uh, got ears like he would never have believed.
0: Yes, it's very true. I can hear what you're thinking right now. No, I can't. That's a joke. I'm sorry. That seems upsetting. I I was trying to make a joke, uh, funny, and you know what? I'm going to leave that to you. Um,
5: I, I I'm uh, Lizette. It's, it's a pleasure. Hey there, and this is same <laughs> Oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <sighs> yes, that's correct. <laughs> Still dusting myself off from the tumble into the snow. There, pleasure to meet you.
1: Yes, right. Well, oh. nice to meet you all. Um. Well, so what uh, now? Should we yeah. keep
6: heading out? I, I'm freezing, and the longer we sit and chit chat, the longer it's uh, going to take. I, I think I've gotten to the point now
3: where the, the cold isn't really bothering me. I, I, just, I feel that's warm. Bad. No, Again? no, no, that's really bad.
4: I'm <laughs> pretty sure that's like a onset uh, hypothermia. Is it? I, I feel quite. No, lovely. please, yeah, don't. Me. You're gonna get loopy, Lonlin. Please pick
6: oh, up f- Salem up. That's rushing to my head. I will the, go uh, and swaddle uh, Salem. Um. <laughs> oh,
5: well, <of> <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding. Are <laughs> um, tallest out of all of us, too? <laughs> yeah, pretty sure. I
4: just really like that mental image. <laughs>
5: <laughs> swaddle the baby. <laughs>
6: well, right. Okay. At least I'm cooked. Let's 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 head out. Uh, welcome aboard. By the way. Oh, oh thanks. Yes.
0: We're uh, we're the new Fated Five. I still feel weird saying that. I I feel like it's four and a half. I feel like I'm a half.
4: No, no, you're a full one. And you know what? With uh Christian and um uh, uh, Oslo,
1: Ovis, Ovis.
4: Oh my! You, you know the I'm starting to get a little bit lightheaded too. Uh, we're almost like the Fated Eight.
3: Well, where did you get the extra?
4: Oh no, that was because I I was thinking of uh Lisette's other friend. Oh, uh, uh,
0: Master, do, do you need a rest? Maybe some tea? Uh, it feels like you are
4: um, maybe also hallucinating. I would love some, but you know, I don't think we should rest out in the open when a Yeti came at us.
3: Uh, I'd also be ver- very impressed. Sailable say from their swaddled position. Hmm. If you could manage to light a fire out here.
2: Oh. Hmm. I can try. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. That's like already no. lifting her hand.
3: No, no, Lizette, that's quite all right. I, I can't dodge this time. Uh, onwards, mighty steed. And I'll pat Lonlin. <laughs> <laughs> She'll disturb <just start> <laughs> me.
1: What is happening? Chris, just watching that, will remount Ovis and just continue walking with the group.
0: <laughs> perfect uh oh yeah market yes emily
5: before we continue walking
0: mm-hmm.
5: i have a question yeah this is a dm thing okay so the archives exist in, it's it's like another plane essentially yeah if i put something there will it be there if i like if i can go look for it later
0: well so uh the archive is a repository of knowledge and history and artifacts. So I think if you put something there, it will definitely still be there. But the part about finding it again is the challenging aspect. You know that you can always consult the directory, but doing so is sometimes dangerous. I think with the, uh, With the archives, it's kind of, you always appear in the same place, but that same place isn't in the same place in the archives every time, if that makes sense. Like the welcoming lobby kind of, or the central atrium moves around every time you re-enter.
5: Okay. Uh, Before we go, Lizette is going to walk over to the bodies. And put her hands on them and then go to the archives and bring them with her. Oh, God. So that they can bring them back to town and give them a proper burial.
0: Amazing. That is actually very put sweet. In... Um,
5: Surprisingly. Well, she she had the vision from Gil. She has a weird connection to them now.
0: Amazing. Um, Emily, can you just make me a luck check, though?
5: Yeah, I can. All right. Fingers crossed. Ooh,
0: that's a six. That's a six. Everyone else watches as this like mystical book opens up uh, and slams shut over top of Lisette and the two dwarves. Uh, Lisette, you find yourself in the archives again and you hear, oh, so you're finally back, huh? Uh, (laughs) And you see um, the churlish gnome uh, standing there waiting for you and as soon as you appear uh you see that they have been in here for some uncounted amount of time um and as you appear can you please roll initiative for me
5: oh god
4: oh my (laughs) hello consequence (laughs) it's good to meet you
5: (laughs) oh that's a that's a that's a oh god that's a um, it's a zero. <laughs>
6: what?
5: Wow, I feel bad because I was cheering
6: for the gnome and now I'm like, oh god. <laughs> um,
0: so uh, the gnome did get a natural 20, which is just initiative, so that doesn't mean anything really. But um, as soon as you arrive, um, the gnome is going to uh, let's see, what is a fun spell for a warlock? Uh, I think just because it's been kind of the flavor, um, the gnome looks at you uh, and is just going to say, all right, me, my little friend. Uh, and he's going to summon aberration. Um, and he's going to summon a slad right beside mm-hmm. you, which is going to make uh, two attacks.
5: Uh cool uh
0: the first one um is a 17 to hit
5: that hits
0: okay and the other one is a 15 to hit
5: that also hits okay um hey marcus yeah uh whenever i take damage yep i also summon a random creature
0: (laughs) oh no yeah you do Uh, (laughs) um So uh, you first of all, uh, you do on the first one, you do take 11 points of damage um, cool. and then you summon a creature. Um, and as you summon this creature, uh, what creature would you like to summon?
5: Oh, I don't get to choose. Oh, my gosh. You're oh my right. God. All right. <laughs> it's um, it's uh, Archivist Index. I think that it just it's a random one. Um that you roll for yeah, like, when you get to pick.
0: All right, uh wow, okay. um monsters, let's just summon another aberration. um great. What is the challenge rating?
5: Um, I think it's two. okay yeah, it's it's half my level rounded down, so two.
0: okay. Uh, also would, it's not friendly. Wouldn't that be seven? Or wouldn't that be three? I mean oh.
5: Rounded down.
0: But aren't you a level I thought we were level seven.
5: We're level I thought are we Well oh, I haven't been writing a higher level. Yeah, we're level seven. I still is my sheet still says five.
0: Okay.
2: Um Yes, that's a three.
0: Okay. Uh perfect. Uh there's one, two, three, four, five, six. So that's easy. Nice and easy. Um you summon okay uh you summon a flying horror oh
5: god i just wanted to be nice for once
0: (laughs) after you did something not so nice so uh perfect you see um as soon as you get hit you see this um creature just a nightmare of horror um it's got like these long bat like wings but instead of skin it's got pages of books Uh, like creating the wings it's got five legs um, and it's got a big like centipede like body um, and at the head where the head would normally be you just see um, a full on like book with teeth um, and big paper ears um, and this thing uh, flies forward in reaction this would be so adorable if
5: it wasn't Attacking me right now. Um.
0: Oh right, is the uh, flying horror? Is is it friendly to you?
5: I'm pretty sure it's not.
2: Oh Mm -hmm. my god.
5: I think that it's just. Yeah, it's not. It's not immediately friendly. It's just kind of neutral. It's just a neutral thing that happens.
0: Okay. Uh, can you roll me a luck check?
5: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's um, that's an eighteen.
0: Okay. Uh, with an 18, this thing, like, basically bursts forth from your body, and attack attacks this like red slad that is in front of you with these long claws. Um, does it attack right away, or does it attack on your turn?
5: Um, I am not entirely sure. Give me a th- All right, I think that it it, it, it attacks on my turn. Okay.
0: Perfect. Uh, so the other damage you took, you do take another six points of damage from the slad uh, and the the gnome just says, I have been in here for so long and I cannot get out. Uh, and then he realizes that he's talking and looks around and just starts running as like fast, but as silently as he possibly can.
5: Oh, dear, you do get used to it, I promised. And then I'm going to cast Shatter and leave. <laughs> you evil.
2: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no.
0: Amazing. Uh, I think as you go to leave, your, like, flying horror looks at you and you see its body gets actually dejected as you're abandoning it. I'm just like, oh, No, no, no. Oh, it is
2: with
0: me. Oh, it does. Oh, okay, cool. Great. <laughs> so, uh, everyone else, you see uh, Lisette uh, gets swallowed by this book and just like a second later, the book reforms, opens up again, and uh, Lisette comes out, minus the two dwarven bodies, uh, but with this weird five-legged book creature of like, w- just horribleness.
2: Yeah! Well? I...
3: Mm-hmm.
5: That didn't go quite as expected, but what is
3: that? it's it's all leaking again.
5: I, I I can't help it. It's it's the all of the ink that comes along with it. I, I promise it won't stain any of your clothes, Salem. I wouldn't dream of it. Um, everyone, this is Sam. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh,
6: did that thing come from the museum?
5: Um, not necessarily. He came from me and I was in the museum. (laughs) So um, also, Longlin, you would be happy to know that the churlish gnome is having a splendid time and he is fully alive for now. (laughs) But we should get started. Um,
0: As uh, you emerge, this thing is just kind of like flying beside Lisette at first uh, and then You see the book on its face actually smiles uh, and it looks at everyone who is around uh, and you like watch as its mouth opens up uh, and just this like weird screech full of like the sound of pages ripping uh, emanates from it. Um, Can everyone please make a wisdom saving throw?
2: Oh my goodness.
1: (laughs) I fail. So this this is my fault. <laughs> oh no. I do fail. Oh I no. Have.
0: The
6: Pierre uh, fails. I got a Don't 12. Let
0: Pierre die. Uh it is a Reminder DC plus three, 13. people.
2: Doesn't matter.
3: Yeah, I still fail. <laughs> Uh,
0: so
1: okay, everybody? I burnt, <laughs> I burnt uh, the other two luck points, but I rolled a 13 and a 14. Oh, right. We have okay. luck points. For for me and, I'm going to use one. For me and Ovis.
0: Nice. Uh, with a 13 and a 14, you succeed. Um, does anybody fail the DC 13?
6: I'm uh, using a luck and I got 23. Nice. I got 12. 12.
4: <laughs> I deserve this. I'm not using a luck point. <laughs> I used a luck point for Pierre and he got worse.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I've got a ten. oh my god okay so pierre salem and lisette uh this thing like
2: <clears throat> uh,
0: and then wails in this like p- the sound of books ripping and you feel fear come over you oh actually Le- lonlin do you negate fear in your aura not yet i'm too low oh, okay. level for that okay in that case um Salem, Lisette, and Pierre, you feel absolutely terrified of this thing. Um, and you are, uh, this thing like just starts looking at you and smiling. Um, and I think, yeah, what would you like to do with this flying horror that has now just made you afraid?
5: Is it possible out of like, ah, God, can I like <laughs> accidentally dispel it? <laughs> like, just <laughs> out of like
0: Um. Yeah, oh, I would say as kind of almost like a reaction into the this instant fear, um, it makes a charisma saving throw, right? Uh, or, yeah. Okay. Uh, it got, it got a five. So oh, uh, yeah. this thing emanates this sense of absolute dread, um, and as like just in reaction to that, Lisette pushes her hand forward, and how do you dispel this thing?
5: It's kind of just like a, like I just, oh god, and it just, out of just pure shock, banishes it.
0: <laughs> uh, what?
5: Kind of like in like a puff of like, like this similar to like the ink in the water thing, where it just turns into like a, a black, inky, flowy thing, and disappears. <laughs> oh, oh, that was dumb. Oh. Oh, I've never been afraid before. It's been a while since I've been afraid. This is new. I quite like it. Um, sorry, everyone. Um,
0: it, it it's uh it's something that has happened to me multiple times. Um, excuse me for a moment. And Pierre runs off behind a tree, and you hear them rustling around in their bag of in his bag of holding. Um, and then he comes out wearing new pants.
4: <laughs> it's all right, Pierre. It, it happens to the best of us.
0: Yes, um, it, it happened to me. For uh, and I wouldn't count myself amongst the best. Um, that, uh, Miss Lisette. Um, what was that thing? You know it's what? In
4: silence, I see. Uh,
0: you know what? I, I don't want to offend. You don't have to tell me anything. I apologize. Um, I'll just. You know what? You know what? I'm being impertinent. I don't need to know. Uh, just it's gone,
3: and. We we, we should really, I mean, I I feel very, very cozy swaddled up up like this, but we should probably still get going. I'd imagine. Agreed.
2: Yeah.
1: (laughs) You know, I've seen some weird stuff on my travels, but you guys are weird.
2: Oh, yeah. It gets worse.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Also,
5: sorry, I was blowing my nose. (laughs) No one needed to hear that.
0: Yes, uh, the the cold does make noses run. I, I hear for for creatures with like uh, a mucus membrane in their nostrils. I, my mucus membrane kind of surrounds my entire body. But um, do
3: you do you blow your body
0: then? Oh, that's very rude and impertinent. But
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Pierre uh, kind of with that feels a little bit of like warmth and humor, like humor flow back in, and Pierre looks a little bit better. Um, but then quietly pulls uh, Salem aside and says, Mick um, Salem, I I don't want to lie to you. Yes, I do Um, occasionally when I have a cold. Have
3: I been taken? <laughs> have, been, have I been taken,
2: swaddled? <laughs> <laughs>
6: Pierre. Pass the baby over to Pierre. <laughs> Pierre, uh,
0: like, looks a very burdened pairing, uh, but like, kind of keeps walking forward, pushing through the snow. Um, yes, so um, I don't want to lie to you. Uh, when I have a cold, uh, yes, my body does secrete a lot more. And I, I, I mean, a Kleenex doesn't really work, um, but I do have to kind of like towel it all off. And it's really gross, and I apologize. I didn't want to lie to you.
3: Oh. Oh, he, Pierre, that's okay. You don't need to lie to me. And look, I, I understand. You know, you, you're you're at... Well, like, going to say you're at that age, but I think it's just a grung thing. Um, if you need spare clothes, you're welcome to use what you find in my bag. Oh, thank you very much. Um, would you be okay
0: walking or being carried by London again, um, I'm finding this very tired... Just just put me down for a second. Uh, Pierre
3: puts you down and like... (laughs) I'm just just going to, I I guess, like bunny hop back to London.
2: (laughs) What is happening?
6: (laughs) You did this!
2: Accept
4: the
3: consequences of your actions.
6: I'm already <laughs> walking ahead. I'm going to walk with Chris and um, <laughs> no. I'm going to ask her. Um, so, sorry, you're trying to get back to your family. What's your family's name?
1: Well, we're the Strukum family. Um, uh, uh, my parents, we've lived in the town. What's oh, no, this fucking town's name? skyer where skewerid. uh <laughs> I didn't catch that sorry what was that I, I didn't quite catch that skyer where rod why roots you know i ultimately i left because people made fun of my stutter so <laughs> <that's 'cause laughs> i couldn't pronounce the name of the town <laughs> no so my family's been there for a very long time um and you know, my my wife and I, we left a while ago. We left a couple of years ago, but she returned about four months ago, two two to four months ago. because um, her dad had fallen ill actually, so I stayed out adventuring. I was trying to finish up a job and um well, then I got word that the whole town may or may not have been swallowed by some gigantic ice storm bringing beasts and terrible things with it now that i see that this is indeed true there's beasts taking over dead bodies of dwarves from towns and attacking people so yeah i'm not not best uh excited to make it back home but of course i gotta go find out what's happened to my loved ones like this looks this is awful uh you said you guys are on your way to stop this ice storm is that right we hope
6: so um I mean, we just sort of got here ourselves not too long ago and we have some information, but I mean, we we have to find a solution. Like we can't just leave everyone frozen.
2: No,
1: I agree. I don't want to go back home and find my family in the state that you described these people. Uh, obviously anything I can do hearing this information to help you guys end this darn thing. I
6: mean, as Lizette said, you have grit, so I, I think that'll be very helpful.
1: I'm, so thank uh, you. Yeah, I mean, when I'm angry, watch out. <laughs> I've had I've had issues with my temper in the past, but you know, like it's just helped me along the way so far. So being out here, anger is not such a bad thing.
6: Well, I mean, as long as you don't rage on us, I think I think we'll get along, right?
1: Yeah, just don't piss me off. (laughs) Oh, I'll I'll try not to. I'm sorry. I mean, you you guys seem really nice, actually. So, like, I think it'll be fine. But, like, I did just meet you. But also, like, you guys seem really nice, you know? The one with the demons is a little strange. Like, I've seen some stuff. But, like, does that happen all the time? Um, it...
6: Yeah, it's been happening more frequently. I don't really know... Why? I mean, she's she's a good person at heart. Like even though her monsters are scary, um she's very they
2: kind.
1: They don't come out and like attack you, do they? Like they don't attack her friends or anything. Um You don't you don't have to worry about that. You you
6: don't have to worry about that. Like they they she has them under control for the most part. <clears throat> Anyways, yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah, they're kind of setting Ovis on edge. Um, can I, I tend get to Ovis trust by the way? Oh, absolutely. He's such a little squishy. Yeah, he loves <laughs> it. He loves the attention. <laughs> yeah, Lomond will, like,
6: scratch him under the chin and just be like, he's a good boy. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
0: Ovis nuzzles his horns into your shoulder a little bit. Clang, clang off your, like, breastplate through your metal <laughs> armor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so we're going into a mine. You think this is coming from the mines? From the information that we
6: got, it seemed to attack some miners. Um, they un- they seem to have uncovered something. I'm not really the best person to ask, but from my understanding, we they they uncovered something, and you know, Eldritch horror seemed to spill out. So hopefully, we'll either vanquish it or plug it up, maybe? But plugging it up doesn't seem like a long-term solution.
1: <laughs> right. Uh, okay, great.
0: Uh, so, Chris, you would know um, that your town, rod is pretty much like kind of on the outskirts of the glacier, and is often used as kind of the staging place for people who are about to go into the mine. Um oh, okay so you would know that like in order to get to the mine, you can either avoid skirwe rod or you can basically pass right through it. Uh oh. it doesn't really add much to go through it or it doesn't add much to like avoid it. It's whatever you would prefer.
1: Well, I mean that's kind of a tough one now. Like if I can go see my family, then I would just stay there and not continue on with this party. Um but I, I'm also kind of worried that like walking in and seeing everybody frozen is just going to be really terrible and awful. And I, if we can fix the problem and thaw everybody else before I get there, then like once I get there, if I get there and they're frozen, there's nothing I can do. So coming and fixing the problem is best.
0: Okay. Yeah. So... <laughs> I think you definitely know like how to avoid Skirwayrod in order to get to the glacier and towards the mine. Uh, So you can easily lead the party to avoid uh, kind of the main road a little bit.
1: Mm -hmm. I have a feeling that going in and seeing everybody frozen and stuck in place is just going to render me pretty useless. So let's go around it. (laughs) 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 all right
0: perfect uh so uh yeah you lead the party around skirway uh you give it a little bit of a wide berth it probably adds like 10 minutes to your journey uh because it's slightly less direct but that's not very much you cut across a few fields and stuff through some glens and glades um and uh you eventually come to the edge of the tree line you um you come to the like basically the the forest ends and in front of you, there just stretches out this flat expanse of ice that is covered in snow. Um, It is not a perfectly flat expanse because you can see the tops of mountains sticking up through the ice. Um, You see like from where you are, it's a slightly elevated position and you can see so far across this flat expanse that is broken by just, like i don't know 50 to 100 meter tall peaks poking up out of the ice um i'm actually going to put something in the discord chat it looks kind of like the saint helen's ice fields if uh if anybody's seen any photos of that so you see this big like cold cold uh, glacier stretching out in front of you and as soon as you like step out of the tree line the biting howling wind that has been present in this entire time picks up in this openness and you hear Um, and you swear you can almost see shapes in the blowing snow but as soon as you focus on them they disappear and you are just look looking at a blizzard out over a glacier and i think we're going to take a little bit of a break right there
3: Someone, please unswaddle me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry.
0: The Dirty Twenties podcast is sponsored this week by Phineas Flatterby's Fine Fedoras, with an expansive line of millinery catering to people of all lineages and sizes, from Pixie to Goliath. From Yuan-Ti to Lycanthrope, and everything in between, Phineas Flatterby's fine fedoras is sure to have the perfect hat for you! Our experienced staff are eager to assist in whatever way you may need, and they specialize in finding the perfect hat for your unique style! Feathered Fascinators! Felted fedoras and beautiful bell hats line the walls, just waiting for your amazing head to bring them life. Need a Trilby? No trouble! Want a bowler? That's a strike! Looking for a boater? Anchors away! Phineas Flatterby's fine fedoras has the perfect hat for you, and if you don't fall in love with one on the shelf, we'd be happy to make you one to-order. Whether you want something simple or simply eye-catching, we guarantee that you'll find the perfect solution at Phineas Flatterby's Fine Fedoras. Phineas Flatterby's Fine Fedoras. We've got you covered. We're also sponsored this week by Donnie's Garage. When you need to service your doodads, thingamajiggies, contraptions, and gadgets, Donnie's Garage is the place to go. Got something with springs that ain't springing? Maybe your spinny its have stopped spinning. Or perhaps your automobile don't run like it used to. Whatever your mechanical needs, come to Donnie's Garage. We know machines. But no abracadickory or magicacity. We're not arcana mechanics. We know machines. So come on down. Well, welcome back from break everybody. So, last we left off, our heroes had just made their way through the trees and the snow and were looking out over the glacier with the blowing cold bitter wind uh howling in their faces and weird mysterious forms visible for but a moment out in the snow. What would you like to do?
4: Should we uh, yeah. uh, have, drink our potions? If we're going to be doing a lot more walking around like this, I don't know if uh, we could really survive anymore. Yes. Seems like a good
0: choice. You do get to the sense that based on Pierre's assumption of time and everything, you're probably about like, it's been about maybe 40 minutes since your fight with the Abominable Yeti. So you probably got about 20 minutes until you have to make your next con save kind of just enough time to get to the entrance of the mine potentially
3: oh Here, so we're not that okay
4: maybe we can what then. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh I, I just realized also marcus that I, I i was just looking uh at potions and realized i cheated uh, i should have not been able to move 40 up to the eddy because i have exhaustion level two oh. so i'm going to spend an extra key point uh, oh, okay. to signify that i, I did a, a step Oh, okay way. well that's very honest of you Thank you, uh, and which means I am now out of key <laughs> Oh no! Uh,
2: How and- about
4: if you rested while you were swaddled? <laughs> oh,
3: what if I catnapped? Ooh, yeah, yeah, uh, all right. yeah! You could you could have catnapped me while I was swaddled.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> is anyone just like a that? backpack now? Yes. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
4: Does, uh, does anyone else want to uh, take a quick nap?
3: That London has to carry them. Uh, that, that's how this works, London. I I, I take you for, for makeovers and to get your your hair and your, your toes done, and <laughs> you carry me when I need to be carried.
4: That seems like a fair exchange. Uh, Lizette, would you also want to maybe take a nap, maybe, like, on the, 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 the mass of uh, the goat?
1: I, I believe it's a sheep. Sheep? I'm really <laughs> seeing things right now. Uh, the sheep is spoken for. I am riding the sheep. Just kidding. Uh, I
0: I could carry Miss Lisette. Uh, might slow us down a tiny bit, but I I'm ha- happy to if that is what is required.
5: Um, I I
0: didn't agree to being carried. Oh, just offering. Sorry. Nope. I. You know what? I. How dare I? I. Uh. I shall go punish myself. Um.
5: Oh no! 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 That's fine. That's perfectly all right. Oh. Um. I can walk on my own. Okay. It was only
0: if you needed to, I don't know, recover a little bit of, of health, just take a rest. Um,
1: but Is if it better going, to then- just take time right now in the tree line before we go out into the open? Well, the catnap is something that only
4: takes about, like, uh, 10 minutes, and it was something we could do while walking if we could be carried.
1: Oh, I understand.
6: Yeah. Uh, magic users. They're fun. <laughs> I mean, Cricket, right. you're pretty strong. Why don't you carry Lisette? I mean, if
4: if Lizette's not objecting to it, I could also enhance myself to be stronger.
5: Um, I mean, if it's if it's necessary, I. That's
4: only if you want to get a quick ten minute nap in. See so yeah, a short um, rest.
5: Oh, um, sure, sure. Cricket, <laughs> you can um swaddle me, so to speak. If that's all right <laughs> with Perfect. You.
4: I'm just gonna swaddle um Lizette and then just like fireman carry.
5: All right.
3: Is everybody being swaddled using my clothes? Is that what's going on? (laughs) I
4: mean, that's
0: probably what we'd have to do. (laughs) Yeah, you brought the most clothes, so.
3: (sighs) All right, I suppose so. Everybody's swaddled in lovely clothing. Uh, Beautiful.
0: Um, Cricket, as you are walking through the trees, before you get to the edge there, you make this arrangement, you start carrying Lisette, uh, and you cast Catnap, uh and i think as you cast catnap this reminds you of a time when you felt safe and like carried or supported uh what memory comes to mind as this warmth floods into you
4: this would probably be a situation um when i was still in the bardic college uh i probably would have had like a rough day i i didn't get the part i wanted in the, perfor- uh, the performance where uh rehearsing for. Uh, And so my sister uh, came back and we just kind of had a nice talk over some coffee and uh, everything just kind of relaxed about it. All the stresses of, of uh, obligation and everything put itself on the, um, uh, a step down in priority.
0: Nice. Oh, that's beautiful.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, your your sister came over, again, like, kind of knowing your proclivities brought some really delicious baked goods and took you out, actually, to a little coffee shop uh, where there was even more baked goods and, like, beautiful aromas and just spent the time uh, and seemed to, like, intuitively know that what you needed was just a companion, a friend. And, uh, yeah, you feel that warmth flood into you. Um, Thanks a lot, Ambien.
4: Pre- sorry oh yeah I, I, I said thanks a lot epium just kind of like under my breath
0: oh oh uh, of course bro whatever whenever you need just you know you don't have don't be afraid to call
4: yeah oh um, that was an interactive memory oh that was weird <laughs> um
0: cricket i can't remember offhand do bardic inspiration die do they refresh on long rest or short rest
3: short rests now okay uh
0: I think even though you're not taking a short rest by giving the others a short rest, uh, with this warm memory, you feel that, yeah, that inspiration comes back to you. It's almost as if your sister has given you a bardic inspiration die, Uh, but you have another one that you can expend.
4: Perfect. All right. I'm back to full. (laughs) Perfect.
0: And now we're kind of caught up, uh, on the natural twenties that were rolled last session for uh, resisting the cold so um you make it to the edge of the uh of the glacier at this point uh, lisette and salem wake up from their catnap and uh you look out over this expanse of frozen ice
5: (sighs) wiki wiki lisette we're here Lizette's like her eyes are like fully open.
2: Oh God! Wait, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: have you been sleeping like this the entire time? Oh, um, uh, I, I, I think so. Um, good morning.
4: <laughs> yeah, m- morning.
5: Uh, shall we, shall we, uh, begin our journey across this expanse?
4: Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Um, l- let me just put you down real quick. Th- th- there we go.
5: Uh, thank you. By the way, um, hope it wasn't too cumbersome. That's yeah,
4: fine. I'm strong. Got
6: good legs. He's got
5: grit.
0: (laughs)
4: And oatmeal (laughs) and mush and. (laughs) and, Oh my My god! God. Do I need to (laughs) take a lesson from uh, Madame (laughs) Porridge? Please don't. (laughs) Uh,
0: Perfect. Uh, So as you begin walking out, um, you walk out on the ice field, and it is still like a layer of snow over top of the ice, but there's definitely that change in texture on which you're walking as the stuff below the snow is just super, super hard ice. Um, Chris, you know, uh, your town is very, very close to where the mine entrances would be. You have a, a very easy knowledge of where to get to. You begin leading everybody out onto the ice fields and After about 20 minutes, uh, just before kind of that next hour would come up, you see a divot in the snow. Um, As you look, you see the entrance to the mine, very like classic uh, wood uh, with like uh, whatever those called the supports and the beams. um, And very strangely, this area directly around the mine entrance has not been covered by snow. Um, But what you notice is that there is a huge amount of wind actually emanating from the mine. It is like blowing up out of the mine and it seems Mm. very much like the storm is not coming from below, or from the sky rather, and falling down, the storm is coming up from the mine. Um, So it's
1: cold air that's blowing out?
0: It is very much cold air that is blowing out.
2: Uh,
0: And as this cold air uh, hits your faces, can everyone please make a constitution saving throw against the snow?
6: I'll get a plus three. Just a reminder.
0: And some of you still have luck points. Also a
4: reminder. Luck point! <laughs> one. No, it's not better by oh. much.
2: I'm not going
6: to Well, coming out one
3: <laughs> The roll of event, Nice.
6: I got a nat 20.
2: Oh. Oh.
0: All right. Perfect. So, Lonlin got a nat 20. Uh, what did everybody else get? And then we'll have a little memory from Lonlin. Oh wow, 13. A 13? The DC is only 10,
3: so you pass.
2: Oh, sweet. Yeah.
3: Thank God. I, I spent my gain advantage feature to roll advantage, and then I spent a luck point, and I rolled a 6, a 5, a 7, and then a 7. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Your game was like, you're going to be cold. And I'm like, no, fuck you, game. I'm-
2: <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah, I used the last two of my uh, uh, luck points, and I failed both of them. So Pierre and I failed. Ooh, okay. And I and Pierre got a... Actually, wait, what was the DC and 10? DC 10, because everyone's wearing enough clothing. Oh, Pierre does not get exhausted.
0: Oh, okay. Ooh, nice. But it sounds like Cricket gets another level of exhaustion. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Salem, Lisette, you are fine. Uh, Chris, what did you get? Sorry. Uh,
1: Chris rolled a 23 Ooh, and baby. Ovis
0: rolled a 17. Okay. Uh, so everyone seems mostly good. Um, and Longlin, as this, uh, like feeling of cold kind of begins to seep into your bones, you look around at your traveling companions and, You may not have known these folk for very long yet, but already there's that sense of kinship and support, and you don't always agree with people, but you feel like everyone here has your back. And I think you also get this sense of warmth and connection. And can you please describe a memory when you had a really fantastic moment of warmth, connection or support?
6: Um, it would probably be when she started working at McGuffins. She's probably like 20 years into working with the company. And it was one of um, the first time that she met uh, Joey Fasthands uh, in recruitment and just kind of giving him a really hard time in front of the other recruits. And uh, just like like everyone just sort of. Getting like familiar with each other and just kind of bonding over that experience and yeah,
0: I think yeah I think uh, after you give Joey like that hard time of like is it kind of like a joking hard time of like
6: uh, a teasing yeah. a friend or is like it, yeah. Uh, yeah like I kind of imagine he kind of came in thinking he was hot shit and then London was like no 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 let's uh, let's knock you down a few pegs and like back think- when he was younger obviously. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. I think, um, yeah, you absolutely like pretty much literally knocked him down a few pegs. I think part of what you were doing is part of recruitment was an obstacle course. Um, Mm -hmm. and you were (laughs) able to actually like fully knock him off of, uh, an obstacle that he was climbing up that he was like really gloating everybody over. Uh, and he fell to the ground. Um, and everyone else kind of was laughing good heart, like good naturedly. Um, And Joey looks angry at first um, when he gets knocked down. Uh, And then I think he looked up at your face and saw something in your face. And he saw this big grin split across his, like, yeah, his quite youthful face at the time. Uh, And he just says, all right, all right, I get it, I get it too much from too much from old joey i get it all right i'll uh, i'll i'll pair it back uh and joey starts kind of like he gives you a good like a good nod i think as you uh yeah kind of fade out of the memory and back into the present
6: i think at this point too she'll unswaddle salem and like set them down on the ground <laughs> 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 thank you yeah. He got it from here.
0: Uh, Pierre gathers all of any of the swaddling clothes and puts them back in his bag of holding. Um, And you see this mine entrance uh, with a, yeah, quite a large um, opening. And as you look in, you can see that there is probably like two inches of ice on top of wherever like the tracks used to be or the the sides of the walls but not snow it seems like whatever is happening the snow is blowing so or the wind is blowing so fast out of this that no snow can accumulate on the ground in here but it is still icy cold um looking down into the uh mine entrance itself um you uh uh, yeah uh The entryway slopes downward at a fairly steep angle, Um, but again, those boards that would have been placed at one point to kind of provide steps and traction uh, have been completely frozen over, and you get the sense that uh, going down this ice tunnel might be a little bit challenging. The ice that you see as well is also like crystal clear and perfectly reflective.
1: Would I have been to these mines before?
0: Um, make me a luck check, just a straight D20 roll.
1: Uh, and like, yes, uh, it's a 10.
0: A 10. I think, um, as kids are want to do, you've maybe like kind of dared each other to go down into the dark mine after, like after people have left, um, you know, at nighttime going and daring your friends, um, testing to see who is like the most quote unquote courageous amongst people being scared by like little noises. Uh, You know, a lot of people who've like worked in the mines and you've probably been in a little bit uh, daring some friends, but you haven't like worked in the mines, I would say.
1: Would I know of any other entrances?
0: Hmm. I think with a 10, uh, you don't know of any other entrances. I think this was just a, Like this was the place to go. This was where like, you know, this was the main entrance. This was also kind of, it's a big dark slope that uh, goes down into ice. It was a scary, like intimidating thing. And especially at nighttime. uh, And there was always like a feature even before it became this like cursed, ever cold place. Just the way it was cut into the ice and this being a big flat expanse of ice, there was always kind of like a,
1: so this was so, ice even before this storm.
0: Yeah. So this is this actually like mined okay. into a glacier and they're I see. part of what they're mining is a glacial erratics. So stones that are trapped in the ice, they're cutting uh, paths through the ice to those erratics and mining them, which seem mm-hmm. to be weirdly kind of um, like replete with ores and gems, but also occasionally they're uh, uncovering old ruins from, old giant civilizations and uh, occasionally un- uncovering those or uncovering relics as well. Okay, cool. Perfect. So uh, how would you would you start moving in? What are you guys feeling?
4: If you guys want, I, I have an idea how I could scut the place out and be safe about it. R- relatively. All
5: right. Uh, I mean, the for the better.
4: Uh, it involves the um, uh, my 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 cool little uh, immovable rod here. <laughs> I just like occasionally undo it, undo the button, just slide further down, undo the button, slide further down, and um, if I have like a maybe like a pick or something, I could use that same tool to come out, climb my way out using it as a kind of like a safety harness. Or do we all just want to slide down that because be kind of fun? <laughs>
6: <laughs> how far down? I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Lon. Sorry, no, I was just going to ask the DM a question, uh, like how... Can we, like, see how far down it might be?
0: Um, Make a perception check. Um, Yeah, as a dwarf, you have dark vision, so totally fine. Just a regular old perception check.
6: Nope. <laughs> Ooh, seven.
0: That's an advantage. Yeah. Um, all you know is that it slides down beyond the end, the range of your dark vision. Uh, you can see 60 feet into the dark and it is still sloping as it kind of fades into blackness beyond.
1: And how steep is it? Uh,
0: it's probably like um, about a, uh, oh God, like uh, I guess it's probably like a 15 or 20 degree slope, which is quite steep for a hill.
3: Um, I would like to to cast dancing lights. Okay, since so I can send those out to 120 feet. Perfect. Uh, uh, so I'll I'll send them down towards the the bottom. Okay. Um, and uh, I would note that I I also have 120 feet of dark oh, vision. Oh, right, of course. Uh, since I've got the shadow sorcery, the eyes of the dark. Right.
0: Okay. Uh, with um, 120 feet of dark vision, you can see that uh the slope levels out almost at the end of your dark vision. Uh kind of like levels out probably ninety-five to 105 feet oh like past the entrance. But you could absolutely send your your lights down. Um yep.
3: I'll, uh, I'll drop them down right at the end of the slope.
0: As you do, it's um your lights appear and the ice around them is such a perfect mirror that it's as if you've sent like 20 lights kind of you can see the image moving off into the side of like you know that effect when you have a mirror pointing at another mirror and something in between them it kind of goes off into infinity you can kind of see that even from way up here you can see your lights like just images and images and then slightly fading out as they move out farther away uh you get the sense that like the the ice is crystalline clear.
3: Mm.
1: Cool. Um, well, should we just go in then?
3: Yes, probably. Yeah. Uh,
1: All right. Is it uh, big enough that my goat can fit through?
0: It is. Yeah. This I was. Uh, yeah. This was a kind of the main mine entrance, and looks like there, it was big enough for probably four people to walk abreast at one point. It's a little bit smaller. It might be like three and a half or like a squeeze for four people to walk. So probably they would do three people abreast.
1: Cool. I will, uh, I'll jump down off the back of my sheep, Copus, And uh, just for mobility, being able to move. Okay. Um, but I'll tuck my, I haven't been like holding on to my great axe this whole time. It's like sheathed in the, in the satchel on the side of mm-hmm. him. Um, just so you know,
0: um, and I'll
1: hold out just my regular hand axe and head right in.
0: Okay, uh, so
1: let's get is, in there, buds.
0: Are people doing Cricket's plan of like somehow tying yourself together or something and using the move abroad, or are you just sliding down?
4: <laughs> I mean, I don't see anything, so I'm
3: just gonna like as everyone's kind of like debating. I'm just gonna well, slide. I- You you could see the uh, the bottom with the dancing lights. Yeah,
0: you can see the bottom with the dancing lights, and it it does look clear. Like it basically looks like a a straight up ice slide.
2: All right, see down the bottom. Ovis (laughs) Ovis
1: has like no problem at all. Like complete traction. Like Ovis is perfectly fine walking down this. (laughs) As as like mountain sheep are totally fine.
3: Yeah, Salem's gonna slide down right after cricket. Okay, Uh, so
0: um, cricket. And Salem, can you please make dexterity saving throws for me? Oh, lovely. (laughs) As you uh, and you pick up a lot of speed uh, and you begin sliding faster and faster and faster and you're coming up towards the bottom, uh, make those dexterity saving throws. 15. 15. Okay.
3: 20, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) amazing
0: all right bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam, amazing so with a dirty 20 and a 15 um salem with your dirty 20 you're absolutely able to do some sick ass monk shit as you slide <laughs> down uh, <laughs> and you get to the bottom and it's like how would how would you avoid taking any sort of like falling damage Uh, like doing some like cool acrobatics or something
3: uh as i reach the bottom i'm going to just take the momentum that i've been i've been gaining and just leap up into the air uh tuck and roll and come to a a graceful rolling tumbling end to the the journey downwards rather than uh going flying through the air (laughs) amazing
0: yeah uh cricket, you, you slide down, you hear Salem right behind you. Um, as you're going down, you accidentally, like you kind of like, you go down on your feet trying to like snowboard down, I assume. Uh, and then eventually like you fall onto your butt. Um, and you watch as Salem just jumps over top of you at the bottom and does this like incredibly graceful, uh, like tuck and roll land slides perfectly on the flat part of the ground. Uh, Salem or cricket, you, fall down you slam into the the part where it levels out uh and as you do you do take three points of bludgeoning damage just as like your coccyx like slams into the ice down there uh and you kind of bounce and then slide much less gracefully but still okay um
4: i'm all right <laughs> it's all right you'll be fine um maybe i uh, do you want my uh immobile rod I don't know where my accent went. What the heck is
3: that? <laughs> okay, you've got to stop offering people your wrong.
2: You
4: know what? It's pretty immovable. It's hard. It's it's hard to move. It does its job.
0: It's also down uh, at the bottom of a like 95-foot slide with you.
6: I'm athletic. So. I could toss it. <laughs> yeah, maybe if you just move, because I don't want to crush you and she'll like Longland will just go for it. Get off your okay. shield, it'll be cool! Make a <laughs> sled <hard. laughs> That's uh, how shields work, yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, in D&D, I think it definitely is. How Do you go down standing up? Do you, like, sit down? Do you go, like, um, penguin okay. on the belly?
6: Is Lizette still up at the top? Yes. Okay, Um, Longlin will pull out her shield and sit on it and offer Lizette a ride down. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh, um, it's appreciated. And she's going to get behind Lonlin and, like,
6: (laughs) hug her tight. Yeah, I'll just shuffle down and, uh... (laughs) If you don't know what to do, just jump in the air and I'll cast Featherfall.
0: Amazing. So, uh, with a full-on, like, sled coming down uh, this incline, uh, can you please make a dexterity saving throw? Lonlin, I think you should head this up because you're kind of in control.
6: Okay, um, it's a deck save. Yeah. Deck right. save, yeah. I'm going to use a lot. I'm not using that <laughs> Um, that is, uh, oh my god, math, twenty one.
0: <laughs> uh, twenty one, amazing. Um, you're sliding down. Uh, Lisette, it's pretty amazingly fun you're sliding down on this sled uh you're feeling wind in your face more than even than just going fast uh lonlin is like steering this thing avoiding a few like cr- like really hard bumps um and at the end uh you see what is very clearly like it is a piece of wood that has been frozen over uh that's just kind of jutting forward and it becomes a bit of a ramp at the bottom and you <laughs> hit this um And you sail through the air uh, and you do this like graceful, like almost like balletic uh, spin in the air as the sled spins around a couple of times. Uh, And then you land and you land pretty much right beside Salem. And uh, how do you, uh, can you please describe the end of this motion for me? One of you.
5: I feel like Lizette's just like clutching Longland for (laughs) your life. (laughs) Um so
6: as they land um kind of imagine as they land it the the shield will slide a little bit and they'll spin and then Lomlin will slowly stand up and i just sort of bring Lisette with her and just be like that was a lot of fun
2: can we do it again <laughs>
5: Oh, that was um quite exhilarating. And she's like adjusting her glasses and like fixing herself. Uh, I mean, if we can get back up there, I think that we should all do it again.
3: <laughs> Salem's going to uh, just whisper quietly, Kalad, and gesture so that a shower of sparks appears above them as they, uh, they listen. <laughs> <run.
0: laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Uh, and uh, Chris, you've just seen... Uh, your traveling companions uh, just jump down and slide, uh, and just before you start going, uh, Pierre the grung looks at the slide and looks at you and says, "Um, uh, Miss Chris, um, might I potentially uh, avail myself of the sure-footed steed upon which you ride?"
1: Uh, yeah, sure. This is a small. I don't know who this is. This is like a small person. He is small. Yes,
0: he is a small. Oh, person. yeah.
1: I'm thinking, like my own weight on top of the on top of uh, Ovis is gonna kind of throw off his stability. Uh, So I would offer, yes, if it's if uh, if he's small enough and he wants to ride on Ovis, I'm gonna like take a few steps back and say, "Oh fuck yeah, bud!" and then just (laughs) take like a running like a running jump and like sort of like just try to slide on my feet all the way down, like as if I was like pretending yeah. to like snowboard but like without the snowboard i just want to you know when you run across a frozen lake or something and you kind of like slide on your feet
2: absolutely yeah i just want
1: to like slide on my feet all the way down to the bottom
2: <laughs> can you and then i'll be like me?
1: oh i'll just meet you down there
0: <laughs> apparently he's a horse for a moment uh, <laughs> 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 um, and uh, can you make me a dexterity saving throw
1: saving throw oh ye. yeah
0: yeah Oh, it's a 17. A 17. Okay. Uh, You slide down and Cricket, you watch. You'd kind of tried to do something similar. Um, And Chris manages to stay on her feet the entire way down. Uh, As she gets to the bottom, she also sees that kind of like spar of wood that is jutting out and creating a little bit of a ramp. Uh, She hits it uh, and she is able to like fly through the air. Uh, Doesn't do the flips that Salem does. Um but uh is he able to fly and then land. And how do you land, Chris?
1: Oh, I would like tuck and roll. Like I like I know I'm not gonna land on my feet. Uh <laughs> so like I'm probably just gonna like anticipate falling and like just just fall anyway because I think it's just gonna end up better for everybody. So <laughs> I will just fall like onto my shoulder and then probably roll into like a snowbank off to the side and just be like, "Woo, Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs>
0: amazing uh and uh ovis begins walking down uh, i think you're right with ovis's like sure-footed mountain nature just walks down no problem at all uh, totally fine. pierre uh is like looks actually quite amazed and he's like oh maybe my next career should
4: be as a as a mountain goat wrangler i think that'd be a lot of fun but uh i I feel like uh, Chris's uh, little uh, companions over there is a bit easier than the average. Good. Well, this was a lot of fun. Uh, And then at the
0: at the bottom, he jumps off, um, and uh, bows to Ovis uh, and says, "Thank you very much for accommodating me."
1: (laughs) He'll just like boop him with the horns.
0: Pierre goes move, like gets sent about 7 feet away just with a little boop uh just sliding backwards on the ice uh he's like 40 pounds. he's <laughs> he moves pretty easily on the ice um now uh you've all made your way down the ice chasm can one person please make me a luck check
5: not it it's not it
6: not, not it. it
1: i'll do it oh, <laughs>
5: yeah
6: yeah, yeah.
1: our luck has not been on point oh there we go a 19 Ah.
2: yeah all right
0: perfect uh yeah you arrive and you are in this uh tunnel of like very clear fairly beautiful ice actually um and uh yeah you see ice is covering everything around you um and you can see like pretty much infinite instances of your reflections as the mirror, the mirror quality kind of affects itself. Um, Yeah. You see infinite instances of the, of your reflection going off into the distance and then fading until like when the light basically fades out, Uh, you get the sense it might be a little bit hard to always know like what is the correct path if you were to get lost but you also get the sense that it's also very, like, kind of beautiful in its own way.
1: Yeah, this is weird. Should we, like, should we, like, leave markers or something as we go so we can find our way? I'm dagger? already, con- I'm kind of confused already here.
4: Yeah, you know, that's actually a really good idea. Uh, I'm just going to take a dagger out,
3: and I'm just going to, like, scrape at, like, the wall as we walk. Well, how long do we anticipate being down here? And also, maybe we ought... Not to make noise quite as well, I guess we've made a lot of noise already. Yeah, screw it. <laughs> Go ahead. Um
0: Cricket, can you please roll me a D one hundred?
3: Uh oh. Uh
4: I got an eighty four. An eighty four. Amazing. Um I'll also like add in arrows as well to show that like we're going down
0: this path. Okay. Uh you uh scrape uh like a little arrow into the ice and as you do you catch sight of your reflection doing the same and then your reflection turns to you uh, and you see your reflection wave I'm not going to say anything I'm just going to wave back your you wave back and you see kind of that like rippling of infinite reflections waving um, and then the reflection that is looking at you uh you hear it say hey uh
4: how's it going uh you know not too bad i uh, just talking to myself in the reflection apparently how are you doing i'm
0: you know i'm doing really well i uh i wasn't expecting anything like this i yeah i i feel like i just kind of came into being right now this is very cool.
4: Wait, did I just birth you?
0: Why dad? Do you only hear one oh side god. of this
6: conversation?
0: Uh, yes, the rest of you only hear cricket <laughs> talking to the ice. So oh did god. I did, did I make you? Oh my god,
4: I think congratulations. Oh my <laughs> god, I'm a father. Oh my god, you're a father. Uh, I mean, that make you a father as well. Are we the same person? Oh my
6: god i'm a father we've been um, down here for like two seconds and he's already <laughs> gone crazy what cricket
4: <laughs> <laughs> no guys guys look at the mirror or the 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 ice i it it feels like i just birthed uh, another me oh my god um, oh something what? i okay uh
0: i don't know how much longer i'm gonna be here Whoa, maybe maybe i'm gonna be like a very short-lived thing but I feel like I I have knowledge that maybe you want to know.
4: Yeah, I do. Give it to me, give that knowledge to me. Okay, uh, <laughs> I can. Uh, you can ask me one question, um, and uh, I, I can ask you one question. What question do I ask? I'm gonna. Lo- no, but I'm not I'm looking, looking at that your question. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm looking at uh, Lizette when I say that. I,
5: uh, what?
4: I have one question What's I can what? ask the living ice sculpture of me.
5: The living. Oh Jesus! Cricket, I. I can't be responsible for whatever insanity that you're spewing. And this is coming from me, of all people. Um, I don't know. What do you want to ask it?
4: That's so what I'm trying
1: to ask you. I- can you ask it if it can lead us where we want to go?
4: It, that's Maybe we
1: can follow it? Yeah.
4: You? Uh, can you lead us to where the uh, the source of the cold is? Like the the big unnatural uh, kind of cold.
0: Oh. Yeah. Can I lead you- you know, I think the answer is yes. Um, and then they fade out of existence
3: and just become your regular... Oh, shit! Oh. <laughs> okay, you really should have asked, will you lead us there? I forgot about the whole can I, may I, or, uh, thing. Or may, or, yeah, yeah. all right. <laughs> I like this one. She's, uh, very practical.
1: Who, me?
2: Yes, you. Huh. both well, Thanks.
3: All right. Well, off again. I are we looking for a way through this place, um, more hands-on means, or is this the sort of place that we're going to navigate uh, in some other path?
4: Well, there's weird magic stuff all around.
6: So, uh... uh, Lisette. Does this seem familiar to you at all? I mean, you know magic. This place seems magical, I don't know.
5: Um well, does it does it look like any of the visions that I got from Gil?
0: Uh yes, this very much looks like um it's got a a much thicker coating of ice than in the visions from Gil, but this is kind of the main tunnel and uh, you also you can feel still that wind coming from farther down the tunnel, um, and I think with the uh, make me just a an insight or a perception check. Do, do,
5: do, that is, I'm um, uh twenty two for perception.
0: You get the sense that whatever magic is causing the storm. Like you can feel that wind blowing from farther down and you get the sense that if you follow that, it will take you in the direction you need to go. And I think with like that perception from Gil, like you can kind of at like the more you keep walking in, you keep noticing, like, yeah, there that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Oh yeah, I kind of remember that. And you begin to see like landmarks in the ice.
5: Lizette just kind of goes wide eyed and just starts walking, like just <laughs> just immediately kind of like tunnel vision <laughs> joke um <laughs> like like just following the landmarks like immediately kind of just like running up to them and like being like, okay oh, hey, that one's that one's that one okay um and like trying to like go through her memory in the best way possible without getting too emotional about it um All right. um i and this by I, I think i think it's a little bit different than the last time I saw it, but um well, for starters it wasn't covered in dwarves and there wasn't so much ice. There's so much ice, there's so much ice, there's so much ice that the, what was he saying? What was he saying? What was he saying? Um the Longland's gonna to
6: put a depend on her shoulder.
5: On. <laughs> the cold, cold that bites the hand that feeds it. The cold that bites the hand that feeds it, the cold that bites the hand that feeds it. All right. And she's gonna like run ahead towards where the wind is coming from.
2: Uh we should probably follow. What? Yeah. <laughs>
3: Salem's running right after Lizette. Longland's following. Perfect.
5: Yeah, this way, this way, this way. It's, uh, we're in the right direction. We're on the right track. Uh,
0: after about five minutes, you come to a branching of the path. Uh, you come to like three possible directions. Uh, Lisette, with what you've already done, you can tell all like instantly the one on the left is the newest path. It's the one that, like the area that they were working in the most. Um, and as you stop and kind of take a moment, you realize that that is also where the cold air is coming from, is off to the left.
4: Should we drink the potion before we do anything?
5: Like, does it, like, starts going to the left and then, like, kind of, like, snaps out of it for a second when Cricket speaks and, like, turns around and like, oh, yes, um, we should prepare, uh, the, the, the potions, Shit. we should all take that,
4: um. I have ten here, apparently, in my inventory, so i want to take it out, divvy them out, um, Hey, Chris, uh, you're with us right now. Uh, drink up.
1: Oh, what is it? It's a potion I make a of habit warmth. of not just drinking potions that are handed to me without knowing what they are. You know, that's <laughs> kind of fair. That's a smart choice. Um, very wise,
4: very practical. But yeah, this is a potion of warmth. Um, it'll help us with the cold. Not have to make uh, uh, all the exhaustion stuff going on. Who knows? Maybe it'll help the exhaustion we have. Oh. We can judge, judge, hopefully. <laughs> Oh, yeah.
2: All
4: right. Uh, Everyone gets posted and I chug mine.
2: Cheers, queers. Let's go.
4: (laughs) Mark and
3: straight down the (laughs) of
2: (laughs) little triggers.
0: Perfect. Everyone who drinks one uh, for the hour that this is in effect, you do actually have one less level of exhaustion from the. Nice. Thank
5: God. Back down to one.
0: I can walk. (laughs) Um, so it's not a permanent fix. This is very much like a temporary, like fire spirit kind of thing. But as you down it, you do feel a little bit of vigor flow into you and you feel like you, yeah, you have, you're less tired than you were a little bit. Um, as you continue walking, um, you come to a few more forks in the road, a few more tunnels and pathways, but I think you've got enough knowledge and you can easily follow that cold, um that you know which way to go, uh, what I want to ask is, do you make any more marks or anything uh, to find your way back out afterwards?
2: I,
4: I would be. Unless someone told uh, me not to. I've been doing it this entire time.
0: Okay. Can you roll me another yeah. D100, please?
3: Um, I'm going to assist Cricket with that as subtly as possible um, with some prestidigitation, since I can leave marks for an hour on the surface. Ooh. So, Just in case Cricket's uh, cuts get noticed, I'll press to digitate some some little arrows pointing back in the right way. I can only have three of them, but I'm still going to do it. Also,
1: DM question, are we leaving footprints as well, or is this just slick ice and we're not leaving anything?
3: Uh, It is slick ice.
0: Uh, There's like blowing wind. Anything that, like any snow that is settling uh, is whipping away so quickly that it's not really forming a a hard pack of snow. You're walking on ice. Thanks. Uh, yeah. So Richard, can you roll me another D 100, please?
4: I got an 18.
0: An 18. Okay. You come into a new area of ice. Uh, you make a mark and then suddenly all those reflections that you were seeing (laughs) wink out of existence. You no longer cast reflections. None of your party do.
4: Uh, uh, what? Uh, uh, where where's our reflections? Where where am
1: I? Um, am I a vampire? Who said that? Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> they do that to uh, me. The um, lights are still on, though, right? The floating lights?
0: The lights are still on, but now it's as if you're in just a stone tunnel. Even though you you know that there's ice to the side, and in fact, the lights actually sorry, the lights would still continue their reflection. Um, oh. That was my bad, But the, all of your party, all of the creatures no longer have a reflection.
1: Well, then. All right. Um, You know, this is actually kind of better. I kind of like this better. It's less creepy.
4: Yeah, to an extent. It's like,
1: it's like a regular tunnel now. Eh? I mean, it's nice, but the fact that the reflections
6: to begin with and they're not there worries me.
4: As I said, they're living. They're, they're. I feel like the reflections are like a... A part of us, an essence. A, um, oh, my God. Maybe it's how it creates monsters. <laughs> the
3: reflection. Well, then, what does it mean that our reflections are gone? Maybe, I
5: mean, we're still there. That's a good sign.
3: I cast false life on myself. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and uh, as you continue walking, can people, can everybody make me a perception check, please? Oh, yeah, bud. Oh,
4: yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Not
4: good. Eighteen and twenty one. Twenty-one from Pierre. Perfect.
1: Uh three. <laughs> Big
0: three. Uh, twenty-two. Oh twenty-two. All right. I eight. <laughs> <laughs> um Lisette and Pierre, uh, as they are walking, the reflections have gone. Um and I think, Lisette, you are looking at the ice for a moment, and Pierre is looking in the other direction at the ice. And what you see is Pierre looking back at you. And then Pierre says, ah, ah, Miss Lisette? Uh, and yes. kind of waves.
5: I, I, I wave back. Um, oh, this is a odd. Pierre? Yes. Are you all right? Yes, I'm.
0: I think I'm all right. Are um everybody else? You just see Lisette talking to one side of the tunnel and Pierre talking to the other, um, as if they are facing each other. You don't see the reflections in the ice. Um, Lisette, you hear Pierre from behind you, and then you hear like Pierre say, "Yes, I'm. I'm all right. Uh, are you?" Um, but on the are you, you actually hear that coming from in front of you.
5: Oh, Jesus. Um, okay. All right. Um, everyone stick together.
0: Uh, Pierre, are you still looking at the reflection of Pierre? Yeah. Um, as you look at the reflection of Pierre, uh, the reflection or the figure in the ice that you see holds a hand up against the ice wall and says no let's not reaches forward through the ice uh and grabs your hand and begins to pull you into the into the wall of ice and that is where we're going to leave it for tonight what no! oh my god that was insane <laughs> next time for another exciting adventure in the Dirty 20s! Why is the ice here so reflective? What do these reflections want? And did our heroes consider how they might ascend the icy slope of the mine's entrance? Tune in to find out! In the meantime, visit www.dirty20spodcast.com all spelled out to be a real gem if you want to contact us you can send us an email at dirty 20 at gmail.com we'd love to hear from you and if you send us any fan art we'll be sure to add it to the website remember to rate, review and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use! My name is Marcus Stusik. My players were Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, Toby McGowan, and Elliot White, with special guest Tessa Gunn! Until next time friends, stay safe, stay kind, and don't take any wooden
2: nickels!